Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Survivor Now podcast. The content is coming up shortly, but first we got to pay some bills. Okay, we are so excited to tell you guys about this great partnership we now have with our good friend Katie over at Katie Tedesco Art. Since 2015, Katie has been running the original Survivor fan shop where she creates Survivor trading cards, Survivor idol keychains, Big Brother keys, and more. We have been huge fans of hers ever since we started ordering our own items. We're huge fans of the Survivor trading cards. I even got my favorite, John Cochran. You can order them in packs, say an entire season, or you can also order your favorite Survivor Castaways cards in individual packs as well. The items come in a timely manner and are handled with care to make sure you, as a customer, are never disappointed. You can check out all of her cool work over at our Etsy site. The link is in our Instagram bio, so just head on over, let her know Survivor Now sent you, and give her a follow. You can find her on Insta, at Katie Tedesco Art. That's all one word, and that's Katie Tedesco, T-E-D-E-S-C-O, Art. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Survivor Now podcast 2023. We are going into our third year as a podcast. It's it's crazy. The time has just flown by. I hope you guys had an incredible holiday season. Happy New Year's to you. And today, we are getting started on our coverage for Survivor Australia Heroes versus Villains. This has been one of the most anticipated Survivor Australia seasons in a long time. The cast whether it's the newcomers, whether it's the players returning, it looks like an amazing cast. And the preview so far that they've been posting looks like it's going to be a super entertaining physical. We all know Survivor Australia, physical season. So I can't do this by myself. You guys wouldn't stay on if it was just me yapping this entire hour and a half. So I got to introduce the two amazing people I have with me. First off, He's back. I don't know what I did right to get him back, but Abraham is back for another season. Abraham, how, how are you doing, man? You know what? Great start to the year. Can't, no complaints. We get to kick it off with Survivor again. And you know what the beauty of this season is? I got to actually meet some of the contestants. So it's going to be great to watch them play, see how they play, um, you know, see their personal personalities related back to their actual play and their gameplay. So I'm excited to be back. You know, anything Survivor is great. And we don't get to have a break. We don't have to wait until March until U.S. Survivor kicks off. We're going to jump right into Australia, which was great last season. So if you're not tuning in, tune in this season. We got some great players out there. 24 players. Heroes versus Villain. This is going to be a wild ride. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be so fun. And let me just say, take Abraham's prediction today with a grain of salt because the dude was (laughs) bunkmates. with King George in Orlando. <laughs> so he might have some insider information. This is not fair. It's it's already starting off not fair. But anyways, we also have a new analyst who's joining the show, and we have been so excited to have her join us. We are joined by the ever so wonderful Tegwith. Welcome to Survivor Now Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Uh, I'm super excited to talk about this season. I love Australian Survivor. Um, as pretty much everybody does. So I'm just super excited to talk about the season with you guys. So go ahead and 
And tell us what got you. We always love to ask new people who come onto the show, whether that is through an interview with a Survivor Castaway or a new addition like Josh joined us last year and we found out what got him into Survivor. So what got you into the game of Survivor? Because I know you are a super fan through and through. I really much am. I mean, I, I spend pretty much every single day thinking about Survivor. And it's crazy because it's not something that I really thought about up until 2018. Um, I met my boyfriend in 2018. And he, I was watching The Bachelor at the time, very casually, like not super crazy. And he was like, okay, so, you know, I watch this show. You should watch it. And I was like, oh, really? That's still on? That's crazy. And I remember my science teacher from like high school watched it. We all made fun of him. And he would give us like, like extra credit for if we like could guess the winner of survivor we would get like an a in our gpa if we could just like accurately guess seriously every single season um and it was like a very big deal for him and so ryan my boyfriend had me starting watching uh watch survivor china and i was like hooked after that and uh uh and haven't looked back since (laughs) (laughs) Uh, true true or false you dressed up as jeff probes one halloween true that is yes. true. I, I, absolutely I had did. to do my research when we were getting <laughs> it on the show and I saw that video and I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. This is incredible. I was. And then we got Ryan a giant dinosaur suit and we called him the edge of extinction. The edge of extinction. <laughs> that, that is incredible. Oh my gosh. I would love to have a survivor party with you. I know you go all out for him. You have Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, uh, uh, well, thank you for coming on and we're so excited to cover survivor australia this season with you and look forward to working you know past this season so super excited to have you on and your intel when it comes to the show of survivor so guys we we have to get right into this because we have 24 castaways to cover 11 returnees 13 new contestants a lot of people have asked why is it uneven i won't name her name but someone was a last minute dropout Um, And that's why they had to get a last minute new replacement, um, which honestly, I don't know who it was, who the the last minute new replacement was. But that's why it's uneven. A lot of people are like, oh, why are they doing this? That is the reason Mm -hmm. why they were kind of their hand was forced. Uh, They are not filming in Australia this season. So the season uh, was airing in Samoa, which I'm super excited about because everyone loves Samoa. And I correct me if I'm wrong, but it'll be nice to get a break from Fiji. We're always in Fiji, so let's <laughs> No, I will not agree with that, Randy. I will never agree with that. Um, <laughs> you, if they send me back to Fiji, I am outstanding with it. I don't care. Uh, so, but you're right. Samoa is great. Some of the contestants have already said that they love going to be by the water. Um, they're mm-hmm. actual people that enjoy surfing or being something related to the water. So it's going to be interesting if their pre-bio about loving water is going to play into their abilities. Mm-hmm. That's going to be pretty interesting. Uh, Tegwath... Samoa. I mean, this season's going to be amazing. What what are we expecting this year going into based off the previews we've seen and and just the location they're at? I mean, what aren't we expecting? I think is the is kind of what I'm thinking is I just feel like this is going to be a season of kind of epic proportions. Um, and it, I feel like you know, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. The first couple of seasons of this like uh, Australian Survivor was in Samoa, right? And so I feel like uh, I feel like. Um, we, you know, there are some returning players like who, like, for example, you know, Sam, uh, I'm pretty sure played in Samoa. And so, uh, I could be wrong though. So, um, I don't know. I think it'll just be interesting to go kind of 
back to, I feel like it's almost a classic survivor location. Um, and I'm super excited to see how the different location impacts the players. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, the returnees are going to have to deal with a little bit of a, a different terrain and I think it'll be, I think it'll be great. Uh, would you rather play? I know Abraham's answer. Would you rather play in <laughs> Fiji or Samoa? Oh man. <laughs> I think I would probably say Fiji. Okay. Um, but Oh, but I don't know. What, what would you do? Let me say, uh, I, I go Samoa. I'm, I'm so Fiji out. Randy, Randy go will go some, anywhere. He, I'll he, go. I'll do a survivor in Alaska if I have to. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I would too. I would too. Well, so let me this, tell you something. It's going to be, it's, it's so beautiful and peaceful. You will really, the backdrop of survivor is so serene. You'd be like, man, this is great. You, you're not going to care where you're at. <laughs> that's right. Out, that's right. I mean, I'll be, I'll be caught up in the moment, but this is how this is going to work this year, guys. We basically, Abraham does this every year. You're not going to be able to see it if you're watching on YouTube because it's screen screened out. But we basically have some paper and we are keeping track of whether we think the think these castaways are going to make merge, pre-merge, where they're going to finish. Um, and then we're going to try to keep track of that more this year. Um, so Tegwith, if you didn't pick where they're going to finish, this is how we were doing it for the longest time. I went above and beyond this year, apparently. Uh, but you can just say, if you don't know exactly, say merge or pre-merge. And then if you have a, a feeling, you could say like final eight or something like that. We're going to try to keep more track of it this year and see hey. who is the biggest expert. Uh, Abraham, you have something to add? It looks like the age range for this survivor is going to be from 25 to... 62. Wow. Gary. Yeah. Gary Gelch. He, he's got to be the oldest one, right? I, I, I do believe so. It's going to be pretty interesting to see how you got that many just dynamics. And on top of that, wow. the returnee players and the new players that had a chance just to watch those players and watch all the other types of survivor in preparation to go out there and play. Um, but I think the breakdown of who's hero and who's villain is pretty interesting considering like, I met a couple of these players and I'm like, well, I don't really know if you were a villain. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, villain, villain on the island to say. That's, that's something I found interesting because I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that it was the returnees were put, placed based on how they played the game, right? Like that's how we, as you know, American survivor fans, you know, you have the hero, classic heroes versus villains. It was because of how they played. But then I saw that the, the people are how they view, like the non-returnees are how they view themselves. And mm. so I thought that was super interesting because, I mean, obviously you take that with a grain of salt, like, you know, production goes into it a little bit, yeah. but I don't, I just find that so interesting to me that obviously we don't know how their gameplay is, but some of these people, some of these villains might have like heroic gameplay because you're not who you, you're different on the island. Um, and I just find that very interesting that it's like just how they view themselves or, I mean, you know, also how production views them, but I thought that was a very interesting thing that I read. The okay. dynamic's going to be really insane this season. I mean, oh, you guys mm -hmm. just summed it up nicely. Having returning players and new players, a mix of heroes, villains, do they actually fit that stereotype that they've put out there for them, or are they going to play a whole different game? Uh, we're going to start with the villains. So, And we're going to start with one of the most popular survivor Australian castaways of all time. She's played twice, Champions versus Contenders in 2018 and All-Stars. She's 30 years old now. Shoni Botel, if I said her last name correct. And uh, Tegwith, I got to start with you first. Shoni is a character, and I think she, out of all the villains, she fits that villain stereotype, and I can't wait to watch her this year. 
Oh yeah. I am so excited. The fact that she's also the first time that uh, this is the first person to play, you know, third time back in Australian survivor, you know, that says that speaks volumes. Um, and I'm super, super excited to how, uh, how this is going to go, you know, with again, like that dynamic of the returnees and the not returnees and, and seeing how this, you know, such a big character is going to handle this season. I'm super excited to see it. And I, I think she's going to do great. I think Shoni going in, she's going to have, they're already going to look for her and, and look to see how she plays. Um, going in, I, I think, you know, looking at her video and looking at her, how she presents herself, she's going to go in as a villain. And she's going to remain a villain. But now, that doesn't say how is she going to play the game of Survivor. Because now you're back in Samoa. you got to play with a group of people that played before and a group of people that haven't played before. So it's going to be interesting in those first 10 days to see how she plays. That's what I'm looking at. The first 10 days to see how she plays. That's either going to make or break Shoney was mm-hmm. very hard to predict because of that exact reason. When I was uh, looking at you know how far I think she can make it in this game, I did think of she has played that she's about to go into her third time playing this game. And that automatically puts a target on your back. You look at Sandra first two times that she played won the game third time. She hasn't really played as great. The, the third time on that she's been back just because she has that name out there. She has that target on her back. Yes. It's a little different because Shoni hasn't, you know, won twice, but she is going to have that target going in. And but I still feel like it's that situation of, are they going to look at her like she's a target? We got to get her right right out right away, which I always think you should do with returning players. But at the same time, we see it where she could be someone that she takes you under their wing. And I could see other players gravitating to her because she has done well in this game and they want to use her to get far into the game themselves. So it, it, it's, it's a tough dilemma. Like, is she going to be a big target or are players going to go to her to, you know, work with her right off the bat? Um, I'm interested to hear the overall predictions of where you guys have her. I'll go ahead. I have her making the merge and oh. I have her, I have her making the merge and I have her finishing fourth place. That's, oh, wow. So I, I think she's going to make a run. I went on the side that I think <laughs> a lot of the villains are going to gravitate towards. Uh, audience and Ted, do, do not do not go with Randy's picks. <laughs> <laughs> you will be out there in the cold. Well, what about you, Abraham? Where, where do you have her? I definitely got her making the merge. Okay. I think once she makes the merge and then you get with other previous players and the new players has a taste of Survivor, then she becomes a bigger target. I don't think she's a bigger target. I agree with you. Those that first tribe, they're the villain tribe. They're all villains, but I think they're going to try to find a way. How do we make it to the merge when everybody's painted as a villain? So they're going to have to play with each other. They're going to have to create early alliances. So it's going to be interesting to see how she does. I don't. I'm not going to give her that prediction pick of the fourth. I am going to give her the <laughs> prediction pick of the top ten. Top ten, okay. Same. Not the fourth, but I'm going to put it in the top ten. Tagworth, you said same. Yeah, I'm thinking, I definitely think she's making the merge. And I also think, you know, I was thinking even maybe like seven, six or seven um, is is kind of where I was thinking, where, you know, if you let somebody like that make it too far, make it too close to the end, um, it could be very, you could be playing with fire. So I would say, you know, definitely top 10 is also what I was thinking, but I was thinking even maybe top eight, eight. You're going to put her at eight? Hold on, write this down, because we go through the season, we're going to have to come back. You got. I'm going to put her at eight. I'm going to put her at eight. There's a, I mean, 
she is just for whatever reason screaming to me there's one other guy later who's also screaming this message to me like a a ricard or an omar who is going to have the strongest game but just run out of juice when mm. they get to like the final six the final five and it's i feel like she could be that person that gets eliminated and everyone all the fans are like ah oh, she should have won this season yeah and, Exactly. So I, it's screaming that to me. Uh, but if you guys are watching and listening, feel free to let us know in the comments who you guys are cheering for. Play along with us. What are your predictions for all these castaways? So next up, staying on the villain tribe, uh, a newcomer, Frazier Lack from Melbourne. He's a real estate manager. Ah, Real estate managers always make me so nervous in the game, but uh, I've got a very good feeling about this guy. Tegwith, we were talking about vibes earlier. I don't know what it is. This he, He's giving me a vibe that he's going to be a really big player in this game. Abraham, I'll go to you first, though, this time. Uh, what's your outlook on Frazier? Here's the X Factor Survivor. The returning players know what to expect. The new players do not. So, again, the first 10 days is going to determine if he has a chance at Survivor at all. Mm -hmm. Because when you start taking away food, start taking away sleep, now you're saying, okay, every bit of my skill set is being, being, being challenged. Can I survive that part of it? So if he makes it the first 10 days, I will give him to the merge. But if he doesn't make those mm. first 10 days, because now he has to compete against Samoa, other villains, and can he make can his gift for Gab? Because he's already said, hey, I have a gift for Gab. I'm going to be able to relate to everybody. I'm going to be able to talk to everybody. And here's the thing about it is, as a real estate person, he's absolutely correct. What he doesn't factor in yet is, can I go through some more first before I start playing the game? So I'm going to say he's going to make it to the merge. Okay. He's going to make it to the merge, but I'm only going to put him in the, I'm going to say he goes 12. Tagwith, uh, the quote that he gave us is, the hardest thing in my job is to get people to trust you, and that is my number one goal, and that'll get me to Soul Survivor. So are we leaning more towards Abraham here, makes the merge, but he kind of gets out? early merge i so here's the thing about the this you know australian survivor just in general is the fact that you have so many players right every single season you have so, like just so many people and i always think there's a beauty in being able to like that's why i'm scared of like that's why i don't love the three tribe uh in in american survivor it's you there's no place to hide and in these large in these large tribes you do have places to hide and so somebody like this i think I was getting the vibe that he would, in my mind, is going to kind of play it on the lower, like lower key and, and, and duck, duck and weave. I agree that I kind of think that he's right, right there at the merge, maybe leaves right when the merge, like right before the merge, like maybe mm -hmm. barely misses the merge. Um, because I think, you know, if he, I'm worried that he almost talks too, like sweet talks too much, mm. like try to get people to t trust him too much but yeah. in the beginning i think you can hide that a little bit but then when you start to whittle down a little bit especially with returnees i'm worried that that could bite him um and so and now we don't know when the merge is happening so i kind of was going to place him like maybe at um the 10th person out what would that be 14 mm -hmm. 13 yes. yeah it'd be uh i so 14, essentially yeah. right. Yeah. 14. So like right really close to what Abraham was saying. Um, but I, I'm, I'm still, I'm saying pre-merge. Pre-merge. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Say tiebreaker, Randy, where are you going with this? 
<laughs> we all know Abraham loves to uh, judge my my selections here. <laughs> I I really like Frazier. I, I I have a really good feeling about this guy. Not my winner pick, Abraham, but he is my runner up pick. He's going to make the mm. merge and he will make the final three or the final two, whichever it is. I I just have a, I don't know, it might be recency bias, but Josh from Blood versus Water. I have a very Josh vibe from him mm. in a way, a little bit more evil version of Josh. Um, and I, I, I think Teg with his talking skills, if I am a little nervous about him and possibly coming out the gate and playing way too hard at the beginning, which we do see with new players. But I feel like I I tend to like real estate agents a little bit and salespeople in the game. We saw how Cody did uh, kind mm-hmm. of flailed out at the end, but uh, we saw how he did for most of the game. And if you have that communication skills, you can go really far in the game. You just have to make sure not to overdo it. And I Perfect. do think I do think with his communication skills, he can make it very far. So I'm putting him merged and he is my runner up. For Amazing. Randy. We we only own two players. <laughs> I've, I've given I've given my fourth and I've get fourth place finisher and I've given my second place finisher. So let's see if Jackie Glazer will make will make the top five here for me. But Jackie Glazer, one of the older people in the game, forty nine years old from Melbourne. I she was on Champions versus Contenders. She is a returnee. I have to go to Tegwith because she was talking about it earlier. Poker players in the game of Survivor. She's a professional poker player. So go ahead, Teg with what are what are we looking at? <laughs> I um I'm I'm I am biased against poker players in the game of Survivor. Uh, I feel like on paper, on paper, I feel like they have all of the right things that they need. And then in practice, it just doesn't it doesn't compete like it doesn't level up or something. Like it doesn't match what I feel like it should be happening. So I'm definitely saying pre-merge. Part of me even wants to say first boot. But the thing is, is I don't think the villains are going to tribal council first. So that's what's holding me back from saying um, first boot. So I want to say like maybe third or fourth. Oh. Um, so I'm actually, I'll, I'll give her the benefit. I'm going to say fourth. And the fact that she's a returning player, I think that there's going to be, you know, returning players are going to have to sacrifice themselves at some point. I can imagine that they're going to stick together like I would as a returning player, you know? Um, And, but I feel like you're going to have to say, you know, Oh, you know what? We'll, we'll give this person up um, kind of a thing. And I feel like, uh, I feel like she could be, she could be that one. So she finished uh, 15th on her first season, 15th out of 24 people, which would kind of fit the poker (laughs) stereotype. Poker players don't do that well. Oh my gosh, you're making me second guess my pick now. Oh. <laughs> I I have her making the merge <laughs> for the the third trait person making the merge. I, I I'm seeing motherly figure. Every season mm-hmm. has that motherly figure who goes so far in the game. We saw it last season with Chrissy. Um, we saw it with Heather the season uh, for US. Uh, every season has that like motherly figure. For the most part, although we did not see it for season 43. I thought Lindsay would have made it a lot farther for that exact reason. Uh, yeah. But that's why I think Jackie's going to be a motherly figure. I think she's going to be in a key alliance, but I don't think she's really going to play the game. She's going to be one of those players where you get later on in the game and you're like, she doesn't have a chance to win. And I think she will fall victim to being an easy boot at mm-hmm. a... Um, 
at a a later tribal where you know all the big players are kind of gunning for each other but it's not quite time yet let's just make an easy move and i think she's going to fall victim to that so i have her finishing ninth i do have her doing a little bit better from her last season um but i i think she'll be that motherly figure for the tribe uh abraham what are you thinking not not what y'all thinking (laughs) oh i'm gonna go i'm gonna go I'm gonna go. No, not my winner. Pick. Playing, <laughs> hey, look, Randy, stop. Um, I'm gonna say, look, she one. I love poker. I love the World Series of Poker. I love poker. Uh, I think the mind that she's gonna bring in there is gonna be from her poker strategy and the fact that she's played the game twice. She played the game twice. She's coming in as a villain. I, I think she has enough knowledge in the game to finish at least in the top ten. I'm gonna put her in the top ten. I know she's gonna make the merge. And here's just think about it. Right. When you come back to Survivor three times, you have to figure out something. You got to know going in Survivor. You already know what the elements. Well, this is her. This is her second time. Well, she played it. No, she played in Champions versus. Oh, you're right. This is her second time. Champions versus uh, Contenders. So she has enough information to understand how do I get farther than 15. So that's going to always be in the back of her mind. I don't want to be voted out 15. No matter how we play the game, I don't Mm want to be voted out 15. So I'm going to say she's going to make it at least as high as 10. She's not okay. going to take the 15th, and she's going to – well, we don't know exactly what a merge is going to happen at, but I think she's going to make the merge. So I feel very confident in her because, you know what, that very thing is I don't want to be voted out before like last time. So you're going to change your game accordingly. I mean, we got very close. So Teg was going pre-merge, and Abe, you and I are both around that 10 area. Uh, Abraham, I will let you introduce the next person because we're going right down the list. And I know you love the next uh, castaway. I don't even know how he became a, a villain. We're going to go with the joke. Are, are we talking Jody about Hanks. the same? You don't know how he became a villain. Are we talking was, about the same guy? He was just a little erratic. <laughs> he wasn't a villain. <laughs> he, he got the nickname the Joker. How the are Joker. You nickname the yeah, Joker and, he, and be on the Heroes Tribe. I mean, but if you look at it, if you look at his gameplay from last season, uh, Blood versus Water, in those last 10 or 15 episodes where before his brother got voted out and after his brother got voted out, you see him really playing the game of Survivor because he had to survive and they were always gunning for him. So I love that grittiness in the Joker. So I'm looking forward to seeing he's definitely going to make the merge and he's definitely going to finish in the top five. That's my, that, hey, look, that's why I got him at. Tegwith, you go ahead. Uh, Jordy was one of my favorite people in the last season. I, oh man. So here's the thing. I'm, I'm nervous about him because, you know, with returnees, you, everyone else has the benefit of watching this person's gameplay, right? Um, and I, part of me wanted to make him my winner pick. Like, that's how much I love him. Um, but I'm nervous that we saw how hard he played. Like he played the game and he was good at it. He was like, and he was just such a fun television. Right. And so I'm worried that that's going to hurt him. And so part of me wants to put him as my winner pick. Like part of me really, really does. But then part of me is saying he's going to be the merge boot. So like, he's going to be like the first one after the merge or maybe the first like, like jury member um whenever that is um because i think you're crazy to let him in like let him stay in longer 
Um, but boy, do I want to put him as a winner pick because boy, do I want a season where Jordy wins. That is the season that I want. I love him so much. So you're putting him, are you saying pre-merge or merge? I'm saying, I'm saying merge, but I think he's like the, like the mayor of Ponderosa or, or like that (laughs) vibe. Uh, Coming into the game, a newly engaged man. I, I oh yeah, I forgot about I think, that. I think he got engaged like shortly before they started filming. Mm-hmm. I don't know the exact timetable. Uh, and I quote, the Joker's back. However, I've learned from last time. I'm still going to have fun. Fun is the number one priority, but to try and at least seem a little bit more responsible. So going into the game, he's he's kind of taking a step back and say, okay, I need to play a more calm way. But he is going to be a bust this season. What? I have, I, yes, I have him pre merge and I have him being the fifth one out of the game. Uh, I love Jordy as much as the next person. I want him, Tegwith, I agree. I want him to go all the way. He's one of my favorites. Um, but something is just speaking to me saying that he's going to be one of those returning players where people are like, we have to get him out before before the merge um, that's why i don't think he's going to be one of the first few out but i think as we get farther into the game they're going to see that he's going to be taking the i could see him in like a leadership position and say jordy is running this game and i could see someone flipping on him so i just have that bad feeling about jordy that you know everyone's like he's going to go far he's going to go far and i think he's going to be one of those returning players um that kind of flops early in the game I mean, I'm, I mean, uh, Randy, I'm, I'm, I'm so hyped. Randy, I want you to keep this in mind on that statement. Yeah. I want you to say the Joker and Nina. That's all I want you to say. We're going to be on the podcast, and I want you to say, Abraham, you was right. Uh, uh, yeah, let's wait, I, I till think- get, I, let's wait till we get to Nina, because when you hear my Nina prediction, uh, you're not going to be happy. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to text and tell her. Um, oh no, she'll she'll let me know. She'll watch this and she'll message me afterwards and she'll be irate. Yeah. I'm feeling that both of them gonna make the merge. When we get to Nina, we're gonna talk about it again. But I think the Joker and Nina are gonna link up. Okay. And that's gonna be the force of the game. When are that. they gonna link uh, up? They have to make at merge. least the merge. Or the, the merge, tribe. Sorry. They'll probably tribe swap before the merge, oh, yeah. if we're being realistic. You, you, you I forgot about tribe pick. swaps. I forgot those were that was a thing. Yeah, yeah, I, I I bet they'll they'll tribe swap before the at least before the merge. So you might be right, Abraham, but I just something is screaming that Jordy. It's a plus. I, I don't know. I feel like back to back players. Like if you go back to back seasons, it's your gameplay is on everybody's mind. It's recent memory, and I think that can hurt players who play back to back. So I am a little worried about that as well. Um, Moving on, I'll make my prediction for this guy first, but we have Steve, otherwise known as Stevie. I'm going to butcher your last name. Uh, Koo, I'm going to guess. But basically, he is a returning player, 62 years old, champions versus contenders. Um, He's my first out. I Mm. think the villains (laughs) tribe is going to lose the first challenge, and I think that that Stevie is going to be the first out. I mean, he's a character and I'm excited to, I, I haven't seen his season, but I'm excited to watch him play because he just seems like a super entertaining player. And mm-hmm. I, I wish I didn't say he's going to be first out, but I, if you look at the rest of the villain tribe and say they go to the first tribal council, I mean, it's, 
it's honestly between him and Michael. A little spoiler for later. If I'm looking at who would be, you know, who might not form a connection and stuff like that. So I think uh, Stevie might fall victim to an easy first boot. That's a good one. Um, I, I'm not going to give him the first boot based off of being 62. I'm not going to do that. I do that uh, all the time. I am a terrible person with that. I always have the old you and, people go first. You and Will are horrible. Um, and Will should, Will should apologize because he said uh, the first boot was he was going to get the first boot on last season. That's the winner pick, the winner for Soul Survivor. But anyway, <laughs> um, I don't, I don't, I think that he's going to be a try player. I think he's going to be one of those players on the try that you can depend on, and that his voting you can kind of go with either way. So I'm going to say he's going to. I don't think he's going to make it past pre-merge. I think it's going to be out before pre-merge, but I'm not going to say first boot. I'm going to probably say. He's probably the second or third player to go. <laughs> Look, the second or third, not the first. <laughs> I definitely agree. I think pre-merge. Um, <clears throat> I don't, but here's the thing. I don't know. I don't know how early in the mer- pre-merge. Um, part of me wants to say like early, like earlier on because he is, he does seem like a character. I also haven't seen his season, um, but, you know, I've seen his, some of his videos and I, I just, um, I don't know. A part of me, you know, in, in something that he said was he admits that he didn't last as long as he wanted. I mean, everyone who doesn't win forever admits that they did, didn't last as long as they wanted, but you know, you, you have that going in, you know, you have this mentality of like, I want to prove myself, like prove something, prove people wrong. Or I want to do, do better this time or whatever it is. And so I, I think that that's something to keep in mind. So I feel like, you know, you, you can't discount that kind of drive. Um, so I'm going to say, you know, maybe have I already, have I already said fifth boot? I want to say maybe, I think I said fifth boot for, for Jackie. So maybe <laughs> let's say fourth, fourth villains fifth. loop back to back fourth and then fifth. Yeah. So that's if what he say. goes far into the game, if he pulls a Gabler, we are all going to be yeah. way wrong. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I just feel, I mean, take with how much do you feel like age plays a factor in terms of survivor? I honestly don't. So I, the only thing I think it really factors into it is just everyone's preconcept, like preconceived notions of it. Um, I, uh, some little fun fact about me, my parents are, uh, had me when they were in their forties. Um, and I'm their only child. So my parents are a little bit older than I would say my peers parents. Um, and so I always am just like, you know, I feel like age really doesn't play a factor in for the person playing. Um, it's the people around the person that is the, that's the problem. Um, and it's just kind of like, I do, you know, you, you see a lot of early boots um, to like, especially in early survivor where just like the older women specific, like typically. Um, and it's just kind of like a very interesting thing. So I think it, you know, plays a huge part in the game of Survivor, but I don't think it's because of the person. I think it's because of how everyone else views the person, which I don't think is always right. Hence Gabler. I, I think I think it could definitely make it. Um, I think if you're on the older side, it makes it harder the very beginning of the game when you are still getting to know people for that exact reason. Because if you still want to get to know, you know, some of the people and you're like, man, I got to vote somebody out there's just automatically a target on your back for being Mm -hmm. older. But I do think if you can make it past like the first three votes, then get integrated with the tribe. And then I think you stand as much chance as everybody else. 
mm-hmm. think it's just harder for those first couple of votes. You have to navigate having that older stature. Uh, you know, Survivor think- season idea doing uh, a season of everyone over the age of 35. 35 mm, yes. up only but all 18 players and um i think that is i think that would be a great season but if we do that i want to see i want to see a 90 year old out there like you gotta yeah. you gotta increase it i want to see like a 95 year old out there i think that would be a good season there's there are a couple I'm of challenges that's gonna hurt there, there, that's all i'm gonna say is there's a couple of challenges that will hurt uh and again you know what it, everybody has a part to play in the tribe on survivor you just got to figure out where you fit at and coming into the game, you know, you can't assume some like I've seen players where they assume, hey, you're just like my daughter. And either that's a plan action or you really think that they're your daughter and you forget that you're playing a game and you treat them that way. And you end up getting voted out behind that versus using it as a strategy. So, Randy, I think you're right. Once you get in there, you get to know each other. Survivor is an interesting concept. You get to know each other, but you don't get to know each other because I don't know what you're saying is true or not. So I can't really put a lot on it. You know, look at a player like Brad. I know Brad. So I know Brad is exactly what he presented. But on the show, you don't know that. And he would have been loyal to the end. Whoever went with Brad would have had a vote to the end. Uh, But you don't know that in the game of Survivor and the fast pace of the way it's moving. So it's going to be kind of interesting to see how the older players, because these are definitely older players. They're in their 60s playing the game of Survivor. So I applaud them. Yeah. I don't know if I would come back at 62 to go oh come on you'd be back no you'd be back (laughs) you want to sleep outside guy you can do that at home you ain't got to go wait for some more (laughs) uh moving on to uh uh sarah mark or marsh sorry i'm probably butchering that name too 23 years old from sydney former miss world australia um she's also a semi-professional rugby league player um so should be good in these very physical challenges Tag with, I mean, we talked about poker players. How about uh, pageant players, basically? That that is interesting. Yeah, I feel like have we seen? I guess we've seen a couple of people who have been on pageants, right. but I don't know that they. Uh, I don't know. I I think this is very interesting. Not only because like she's you know former Miss World Australia, but she also is a rugby player, and I think that's a very interesting uh, dichotomy <laughs> because I feel like that's not something that I've typically like st- if I'm, if I'm stereotyping in my brain and I think of what a miss pageant or miss world looks like, I don't think that I would say a rugby player. So I'm super excited to see how she translate onto the screen. And because of how I think she, you know, she has these different worlds. I think that she's going to be able to relate to more people. Uh, and so I actually have her making the merge. Um, and I actually have her, um, pretty high up. I want to, I want to say like, uh, landing in like the sixth spot. Wow. So yeah. Yeah. Doesn't she like scream? I don't know. This might sound rude. I don't mean it like this, but when I was watching her video, her glare and stuff, I'm like, okay, she is giving off like villain, uh, badass vibes. Like I just, yeah, I, I do get that vibe from her. Um, and I could definitely see her going far into the game. I have her going pre-merge, but it's right, right before merge. Like I think the merge happens okay. at 14 and I have her getting 15th place. Okay. So I think right before merge, she barely misses out. Um, and I really don't have reasons for that. I, when I was just going through, it was just kind of like a, a feeling that I had. 
Um, but Vibes. I could definitely, yeah, it, the vibe, exactly. But I could definitely see her going very far into the game, especially if uh, she is as in shape as I think, and she is able to compete at these very physical challenges. Because we know Survivor Australia is a an extremely physical game, and Growing. she could go on a tear like shaded last season and win, you know, five or six immunities. I, I could definitely see it. Abraham, uh, you're the tiebreaker this time. Top three. See the, wow. She's in my top three. You got you combining rugby with pageantry. I mean, two separate worlds. So we know she can go out there and play rugby. She knows she's physical. She's going to enjoy the physical challenges. But she's also going to be able to talk to people. And her people skills, I think that's what's going to push her over. Being able to play, being able to be a part of the whole concept of Survivor, I think she has the whole package. So definitely making the merge and definitely going to be in the top three. Uh, moving on to another very popular player. I'm going to keep saying that because of this season. There's so many players that we all love. Simon Mee, the first person in Australian Survivor to be <laughs> blindsided with two idols before merge. I'm sure he's going to love hearing that for the a millionth time. Oh. Uh, so he's 33 years old now from Brisbane, played on Brains versus Baron. Uh, I'll go first this time. He's going to make the merge, and he's going to be top six. I think he's going to be a key player in this game. I think players, I think he is a returning player that people are going to gravitate to. And I think he's going to be a very popular Alliance member. And what I mean by that is I think he's going to have his hand in a lot of cookie jars. I do think he's going to find some idols. He's already shown that he has the ability to find some idols in this game. I think he's going to be more cautious with them. Although I am nervous that he will waste them because he, He's he definitely doesn't want to go out again with idols in his pocket. So I am a little worried about that, but I've got him finishing six, like I said, and I and I think he'll fall victim again. I think he'll make it very far and he'll just run out of uh, friends towards the end. But I think he's going to go far into this game. Ladies first. Oh, uh, I actually have a very similar <laughs> idea because one of the things that I've heard um, just as for returnees is one of the things that you benefit from being a returnee is you know what it feels to be voted out. Well, most of them, not all of them, obviously. Um, but like he knows he, he has literally experienced being one of the, like a, a huge blind side, like, you know, and so you, you kind of have these cues and these things that, you know, when the vibes are off. And so I think that's going to really benefit him, um, in, in the long run. And I actually have him at five. So wow. being fit. okay. So so very similar. I think that you know you learn from your mistakes. I'm just thinking about like you know I'm I'm I you know live in the American you know survivor world, and I'm thinking just like I feel like James you know similar thing. <laughs> yeah. And and did well. You know he did well. You know not great, but he did well multiple times. And I think that it's going to be a similar thing here. James also went home with two uh, immunity idols. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think he's going to flame out. I think I, I got him oh, at 11 oh. and not making the merge. I think he's going to, I think he's going to play too hard. I oh, think he's going to come in there trying to prove that I'm not that guy, not that guy that's going to go home with idols in my pocket again. And I think he's going to overplay himself and he's just going to burn out. So I got him. Wait, at you, said, you said 11th, not making the merge. How many people yes. you think make, make the merge? Uh, it's got to, we we'll say 12, 12. So would you, so he would make the oh, merge? Oh, so 13. Oh, 13. Heard. I got to so back, you, I gotta you back him back at the merge. Okay. You have him pre-merged though. Pre-merged. Yeah. He's okay. not going to make the merge. I think he's just going to overplay. 
I think it's going to mm. come in trying to prove that I'm not the same player. I'm not going to lose this again. And he's just going to overplay his hand too many times. And somebody's going to be like, he's playing too hard. He's going to get that label. And they're going to just vote him out. You know, I think he has good gameplay. I think he's, he's going to understand what he's doing when he goes in. But I don't think he like, we got the Omars. You don't understand, hey, Sammy from last season. You played a great game, but you got to know when yeah. to try to balance it out. And I don't think he's going to be able to do it. Well, let's talk about your uh, good old buddy next. 32 years old. Uh, Ab- he's known for being Abraham's roommate at Hearts of Reality. Uh, he competed brains versus brawn. King George. What are, what are we thinking for King George? Abe, if you say your winner pick, that is so favoritism, I swear. <laughs> what? Look, first of all, King George is a great guy. Great guy. Great roommate for uh, Hearts of Reality. Had a great time meeting. Great time. It was funny. Um, I had arrived to the, to the actual place a day earlier because I have friends in Orlando. So I came down a day earlier. So the next day, King George comes in. And I don't see him. I see his stuff in the room. And I'm downstairs. And he, he hits me up on Instagram. Hey, I'm your roommate. I'm like, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> I never knew who he was coming. So I never knew who he was. And um, he's literally by the pool, walks over to where I'm at. And he says, hey, man, I'm your roommate. And I was like, King George, who's this guy? <laughs> so after we go through the introductions and figuring out who's who, then I figure out who he is. But great roommate, great guy. Um, I know he's coming for some payback because he was a runner-up for his season. Um, I know his, 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 his top nemesis is also playing the game. So that's going to be his focus. I, I got to put him in my top five, man. I got to put him in my top five. Hey, Randy, you a hater because I was going to say close to winter pick, but I'm saying he's I knew, definitely going to make them I know you too much. I, you shocked me. I'm proud of you. I thought you were just going to say winter pick because you know the guy. Yeah, he's going <laughs> to. He has the same challenges as everybody else going into the game, but uh, he knows how to play the game of Survivor. So being a runner up gives you a lot more information as you get to the later stages of the game of Survivor. And but knowing his personality, he's going to have a good time. I would really like to see him, the Joker and Nina really come together to form that last solid group. So I'm going to definitely put him in my top five. He's going to play a hell of a game. And I, I want you all to see him play because he's a he's, when they said villain, I was like, really? But he got to play his role on the game of Survivor. So it's going to be interesting to take a look at him. But he's definitely going to be in the top five. Definitely going to make the merge. And he's definitely going to have a good time. Tegla, are you, are you agreeing with Abraham or you got a, you got him flaming out here? I am probably going to change my mind slightly. So I had him kind of flaming out, like being pretty, um, kind of what you were saying um, with um, uh, Simon <clears throat> Abraham, I think was saying with Simon about how, you know, you play too hard um, and you, you have too much to prove. And so I kind of was feeling that having his, you know, the person that he lost his season to on the other tribe would actually hurt his game because he would be trying too hard to, to make it so that he could like pay back. Um, <clears throat> so I had him at like originally at like going out in the 18th position. So going out one, two, three, four, five, like what? Sixth. Yeah. Yeah. out um but i don't know i now that i you know he says you know has a like a jovial personality <clears throat> all of this stuff part of me is thinking like maybe he makes the merge um you, i'm thinking i'm gonna fly here it's live travel council what am i what, what's going on <laughs> um i 
now I, I think I'm going to change it. But now I think I'm putting too many villains on my his, merch. His, so his, it's his, just going to, I mean, it could happen. I mean, it could happen. I love Valens. And... I, I love the villains. Villains is a, one of my favorite tribes ever. Here's some okay, inside, no, here's some inside tea. Here's some inside tea for you make your final decision. He is a hell of a people person. He is, when I say people person, he is a people person. So go, go All ahead. Right. I'm going to do, I'm going to do, I'm going to make, I'm going to put him at getting out 11th. So still merge, but early merge. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. okay. So we are. That's what I'm thinking on the fly. That's what I'm going to do. We're merge across the board. Cause I do think he's going to make the merge. I think he's just, there's certain people on the show survivor, which they are too big of characters to, to flame out. <laughs> pre-merge and i think king george is one of those people uh i do think he's going to make the merge uh but i don't have as much faith in him as you do abraham i'm kind of but i have a little bit more faith than tegwood tegwood does i have him eighth so i think he's going to be around that eighth ninth area um making making the merge but overall having kind of a a a mid-season if that makes sense like he's yeah. I don't think he's going to play as well as everyone is hyping it up. Uh, but I do think he'll have a decent, a decent season. What I'm going to say is, Randy, if you had came to harsh reality, you would have had a different pick. But that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I'm going to leave He's, right he's a fan of the show. I appreciate <laughs> his support a lot. Uh, next up, we have someone who I am, I mean, I'm very excited to watch her play. And I don't know what it is about her. Um, but Liz Parnov, 28 years old, she's an Olympic pole vaulter. Ah, if I can get my words out, uh, third place. She is going to be in my final three. Uh, she is going to join her fellow villain uh, tribe member. I got to remind myself, uh, Frazier in the in the final three. I think Liz is going to work with Shoni. I'm calling that alliance right now. That is a bold prediction I have. Liz will work with Shoni. That will be like a power duo. Um, so yeah, she makes the merge and she gets third place. I think she's going to be very good in challenges. I think she's going to win multiple immunities uh, and kind of fly under the radar. I don't know if she's going to have the game. I think she could be that no vote third finalist, uh, but I do think she's going to work well with Shoney. And then that leads into, I had Shoney going out fourth. She's going to have to cut ties with Shoney to try to make a move. And that's why I think Shoni gets fourth and she gets, she gets third. Interesting. Interesting. Abraham, what do you think? No, (laughs) she's retired pole vaulter. She's in marketing now. Uh, So it's, you know what? It all depends on how she adapts to Samoa. Some of the players I'm looking at is how did they adapt to the environment first? So I'm going to give her the first 10 days. She hasn't played the game of survivor. This is her first time. So I'm going to keep her in the top 10. I'm saying somewhere in there, you're going to vote her out in the top 10. She makes it, to, she makes it to the top 10, but I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not seeing top three. And here's the reason why you, you got to be able to overcome the environment, the food. And some people are really different when you stop feeding them and they stop getting sleep. So the personality we see that's all happy and jovial is not the personality you get after you a couple of days of not eating or, the repetition of different food. Uh, so it's going to be pretty interesting. So I'm going to say she's going to be top 10 and she's, she's going to make the merge, but I don't, I don't see her finishing any higher. I think she's going to flame out. 
Y'all have her much higher than I did. Um, I, yeah, I have her pre-merge. Okay. I also have, so I have her going out. I'm, I have her on my number in 16th place, which is going out one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, going out eight. Um, and I, I, this is pure vibes. So on paper, you know, uh, retired pole vaults are working in marketing. I think is a good thing because you have to be able to like see how people are thinking, but I don't, I, it's pure vibes on here and I have no proof. I have no proof to back <laughs> up how I'm feeling. It's Ready, just, <laughs> it's just, it's just pure vibes on this one. I did like what you said, Randy, about her possibly making an alliance with Shoney, but I, 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 that made me rethink it slightly, but I'm think I'm sticking with going out. What did I say? Sixth? I think I had her 16th. No, going out eighth. Eighth. Yeah. Not That's listening to me with. is a very, very wise decision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just don't I mean, know. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you right now how my picks usually go. Shoney, like day one, Shoney and Liz are going to be in an argument and they're going to be going at it <laughs> and hate each other is what's going to end up happening. Um, moving on to Anjali Ryo. Hopefully, I am so sorry. I'm trying my best. Yeah. And Anjali Ray or 48 Rao, years old. Maybe? Rao, possibly Rao. 48 years old from Melbourne. She's a broadcaster. She's worked on CNN. I don't know if you can trust them broadcasters. I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I've got her going pre-merge and I have her in, in 17. So the only reason I just kind of threw that out there is I don't have much on her. I don't really know what type of game she's going to play. Like I said, tag with we're we're one in the same going with vibes i just didn't really get a vibe from her when i you know i kind of got to her and i'm like mm, she could probably play i think she's going to be a forgettable player i do and i am so sorry angeli all love i just feel like she's going to kind of be uh i don't think we're going to be thinking about angeli in, in in a few years i think it's just gonna she's gonna be there and then she'll be a vote out that people are like yeah okay um so tag with agree with me pre-merge are you going merge I, I do agree with you pre-merge. Um, and part of me is worried. The, the thing that made, made me worry about pre-merge is I, I put a lot of weight. If I'm not going off of vibes, I do put a lot of weight in like little blurbs that are said or things that they write up. Um, and so like, you know, for example, I, the pet peeves section when, when like uh, CBS would always send out the pet peeves section, that always would speak volumes to me um, because I feel like the pet peeves always show more about somebody than, than they think. Um, and so the fact that, you know, working with many heroes and villains is a part of what she decided to say, or somebody decided like a producer to say, it's just like, you know, I, I get that, but it doesn't feel like, I feel like it's, it, it's speaking to me that it's not merge. I don't know yeah. why, mm-hmm. but it's just one of those things like, that is almost a red flag of not merge. Watch her win. Literally, LOL. Um, um, I'm going to put you but, with Randy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm saying, you know, she she goes out m- maybe like fifth, like 18th or 19th place. Yeah. Um, uh, because, you know, I had her at 19th, but I think I might bump her up to 18th. Um, and I just think it's it's, I don't know, again, vibes. And that's, yeah. it's just, that I mean, one that's sentence. what everyone watching and, and listening at home, uh, this is, uh, you got to go off vibes, especially with the new players. We have about just as much knowledge as you guys. I mean, we can look at 
their profession and kind of compare that to other people who have played the game of survivor in that profession. Um, and we can do that, but in, at the end of the day, it's a shot in the dark, throw that (laughs) dart and see where it lands. Abraham, uh, don't tell me you have her going to the merge. No, I got I got a pre-merge as well. Um, here's the thing about it is when you, when you get out there, like there was one night we got out there and we found one rock rat and we all split one leg, not the whole rock, just one leg. And that was it. That was done on that night. So I think that if she can overcome Samoa first and get a good alliance, she could go far. But if not, she's my, with an asterisk now, with an asterisk, she's my number one boot. And here's the thing about it is, Mm -hmm. somebody has to be voted off. This this is a game of voting off. So it's not like, no, I want to pick (laughs) on her. She No, I think she has to be able to overcome Samoa first before she can really start playing a game. And this is for folks that are coming back to the game of Survivor because those first couple of days, those are the days that's the hardest because you got to readjust to everything. So she can make it past that. I think she can go farther in the game. But right now, if you're going to vote somebody out after losing the first challenge, I think she's going to be the one to get voted out. Wow. First out. See, Abraham, that's what that's what you like to do all the time with an asterisk. You don't like to you like to say, well, I think they're going to make merge, but they could be pre-merge. The virus is unpredictable. <laughs> you can never you can never know. It, it, it's know. Like, he does that just to try to try to win. Uh, that's my only asterisk. That's my only one asterisk right there. Next up, we have luxury car PR owner Mimi Tang, 30 years old from Melbourne. Uh, Tag with why don't you get us started off with with Mimi? Um, I thought, you know, I, I have actually feel pretty good about her. I have her making the merge. Um, one thing that I uh, thought stood out to me, I don't know. I, again, I, I think be be interesting luxury car owner. Uh, I think that means like she owns a PR firm for a luxury, um, uh, car brand, I think. And I, I just think that that's something very interesting to work in PR and specifically in that realm. And she did mention like working in a male dominated industry. I think that that, you know, you kind of would learn to bob and weave and be able to be adaptable um, with something where you're not uh, in the, in the majority of people working in the workforce. Um, And so I think that that's going to play to her benefit. Um, And I kind of have her going out. I have her in 10th place. Okay. Um, um, And so I have her doing pretty well. I have her making the merge and I, I think, you know, We'll see, obviously, but um, yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. Abraham, where are you at? Look, I, I got to make an emerge. Oh. And here's, here's the thing about it is, I think she has, I think she's going to come in and play in a game where she knows how to communicate. And that's going to be another valuable part of the game. How do you communicate with these other great players or returning players and new players? Which, unlike the real estate, I'm looking at the use the luxury car and how she does sales and how she's in a male dominant uh, environment. And she's going to be in a male dominant tribe. These are some big guys. They're going to be coming to play the game of survivor and they're going to show that I want to be physical. You, you just got to be say, okay, what role do I play in each challenge or what role don't I play in the challenge? I mean, I want to be a role in the challenge, but I think she's going to have the capability to at least hang around until the merge. I'm going to put her at, I think she's going to finish. I think she's going to put her at the, the top eight. I feel pretty good about her. Tagwith, where did you have her place-wise again? I had her at 10th. 10th? Okay, so we're kind of... Uh, I also have her making the merge, so that's a merge suite nice. for Mimi. Um, I love the part about working in a male-dominant 
industry and how she kills it. Um, and I, I have a good feeling about her, but at the same time, I know I've said this for a few people. I just feel like she will just be a number. I feel like she won't really be leading the game. She won't have a great, uh, a case like a winner case. I think she'll just be a number in an alliance. And I have her going out first or second jury member. Um, So I've got her 13th, which would, in my mind, if they do the merge right before 14th, um, I have her being the second member on the jury. Um, If I was to compare to someone, someone like uh, Michelle and Melissa from last season, Mm. I could see yes, being a number for someone. But when it comes time to cut ties and just, I think she'll be an easy vote out. Here's here's where I'm gonna disagree a little bit, and I can't remember which one of the twins. She really one of them started playing at the very end before she got very end. Marianne, and if, had she played the game of Survivor that way going into it, she would have been more of a factor in the game. But she really started playing rap. Oh, she had to make fire. That's what it was. She made fire, and she really kind of lit up and started playing the game. But it was by that time it was too late. Mm. Um, the last person we have on the villains tribe is Michael Warren, a journalist from Sydney. Uh, <laughs> and I quote, I think people look at journalists as villains because they feel journalists lack heart or sensitivity, but a real journalist has all those things. They do care. They do have empathy. And, but we also want to get that story. I don't, I don't have a great feeling about Michael. There's, uh, there's something, I'm not saying I hate the guy. I'm just saying there's something telling me he will not be my favorite player in the game. And I have him going pre-merge, and I actually have him being the third one out. So so 22nd place. I think how I have it, and I'm very nervous about this. When I was making my picks, it's like villains tribe loses the challenge, then heroes lose, villains lose, heroes lose, villains. So I'm a little bit nervous about that because how many times do we see tribes go back and forth like that? Um, but I do have him going. So I have Steve, Stevie going at the first tribal council. Um, and then I have Michael going at the third tribal council after after the heroes lose the second one. Um, I, I, I don't know. I just don't have a great feeling about him. I think he could be like an outcast, not really connecting with the tribe. I know it's fitting that it's fitting the stereotype of Randy is just voting off the older people. We don't know uh, how old he is. I, I think he's in the, I think he's in his 40s. Um, but I, I just, I have that feeling that he's not going to connect with his tribe. I'm looking at his tribe members and I'm struggling to find, I, I could definitely see him and Stevie forming a, forming like an alliance early and maybe bringing in like Jackie or something, maybe like an a- Angeli. I, I, I don't know. That's the feeling I'm getting. And I just think he's going to be on the outs. That's super interesting. Cause the, the thing about Michael for me is I, I am very, I have two states of mind. I think he's either the second boots or he's in the top three. Mm. I don't know why. Um, I think that is a very, I know it's very weird, but it's just like, I think that this guy either goes way too hard, too fast, or he rides it out and makes it in his third place. Uh, I have no, like, <laughs> it's and and that's such a weird vibe to have for somebody because that's so opposite that's so incredibly opposite um and so i it was taking me a while to kind of decide where i'm going to put him 
Uh, and I'm going to call an audible and say he's third. I'm saying that <laughs> wow. he's making merch and I think he's number three. Yeah. Um, that's a, that is a, that is one of the, that's one of the most nervous, like, like most nerve wracking things that I think in this whole set of people, like how I feel, it's like, I'm very nervous about that one, but I'm just going to send it. And uh, uh, say yes, full send. full send. I mean, if you end up being right, you will. <laughs> wow i would that would be incredible i would start calling you like a survivor (laughs) god and she's she's one of the gods when they talk about the survivor gods they're talking about tegworth (laughs) i mean man your your picks would not make you a survivor god but anyway um (laughs) season hasn't even happened yet what if i'm like perfect across we we have we have four seasons in our belt randy and i've I've been bought all your it's bound to happen i'm bound to have a good season at some point i've seen (laughs) all your picks guy um, I'm going. With, I'm going with Tegwood. I like this guy. I like him. I'm. I'm telling you, he's going to come in and he's going to play the game of Survivor. I think his background just makes him even better because he does have that journalist background. Um, I'm not going to give him an asterisk. I'm going to put him in my top six. I think if he gets there, he has a possible chance of winning the game of Survivor. But he's definitely going in my top six. Well, I so, think you're wrong, but. Um, <laughs> we don't even worry about we don't even worry about you on that one. Uh, I, I think I think he's going to enjoy playing the game of Survivor. I think he enjoys meeting and talking to people, which is going to be great. And he has the ability to talk with a lot of different people, and that's going to be great. Understanding and here's where he I think he has the X factor: listening. I think he has, his listening skills going to be beneficial to him in the game of Survivor because everybody wants to tell a story. But some people don't want to listen. And you got to sometimes sit back, watch, and listen and see how people move and play the game of Survivor. So I like it. I, I, think, we're going, I think we're going to have a great season with it. This is, this is really interesting. Before we wrap up the villains, um, none of us had our winner pick. Correct me if I just forgot. None of us had our winner no. pick as villains. So they're all coming from the Heroes Tribe. They come from the, they come from Which the Merge pains tribe. me. That's... <laughs> That pains me. The fact that a villain, I don't have a villain winning is like gut wrenching. I love the villains and I hate that I'm not choosing a villain. It's also just just different because usually when we do these cast assessments um, right off the bat, um, usually like the second or third person we talk about, someone says that's my winner pick. And then it's like, well, well, now we know who you, so it's, it's that buildup. Now we have uh, how many 12 castaways and still three winner picks to name. Uh, it's wild. Yeah. I, so stay tuned. We're going to take a quick break. You're going to have an advertisement, but we will be right back. Well, welcome back, everybody. We've taken our short break and we continue to truck along in this very long cast assessment. I mean, we love it. We love it. This is what we were born to do is speak on Survivor. I, I truly believe that deep down. So let's get on to the Heroes Tribe. We broke down all 12 of the villains and you want to stay tuned because none of us have said our winner picks yet. So who's going to be our winner pick? Is it going to be Paige Donald? 26 years old from Tambo. She's an outback Jillaroo. I don't think... Uh, I don't think we've ever had a Jillaroo 
on on Survivor. Not, I'm not sure what a Jillaroo is. I, yeah, I don't know what that is. I, I, I think it's <laughs> something to do with the rodeo. I really gotta, do think it's we like gotta, we got to Google it. Hold on. Yeah, you got you got to Google Jillaroo. Uh, but I'll I'll go to Teg with first. Uh, what are we thinking about Paige Donald? Um, I was not getting wonder, like, I think she seems like probably a great person, but in terms of survivor, I don't know that I'm getting great vibes. And again, just no rhyme or reason. Um, part of me is thinking that she's going to go out, she's going to go out in the 19th spot, which is, uh, pretty, I would say it makes it a little bit far. I think it'd be a number. Um, but I don't think that she's going to be doing much to make it further than that. Um, and I think mainly because I, in my brain, she makes an alliance and it just happens to be the wrong one um, and kind of gets stuck. Um, and, and it is just kind of not. So I guess not a number. I think she just gets stuck in that alliance and can't really get out of it. Um, and so I think that has her going out, what, at like six or seven, one, two, three, four, like fifth out, fourth, something like that. So pretty early on is what I think. So definitely pre-merge in my in my mind. <laughs> oh, oh, I disagree again. I mean, that's been the common denominator here. Randy <laughs> goes the opposite well, let me, of the let group. Me, let me read this for you right quick, Randy. Uh, what's the Jillaroo? Uh, it's a slang term for a young woman working to gain experience on a sheep or cattle station in Australia. Oh, I gotcha. was way wrong. Oh, the, okay. The male version of it is Jackaroo. <laughs> <laughs> what's the better word, Jillaroo or Jackaroo? No, Jackaroo is for men. Jillaroo no, I, is for I, women. Yeah, I'm just saying, which one's more fun to say? Jillaroo or Jillaroo? Jackaroo? I think Jillaroo is more fun to Jillaroo. say. Jackaroo is um, pretty fun, though, too. <laughs> I would. Oh, I want to be a Jackaroo now. That's super fun. <laughs> um, I think I'm getting the opposite vibe. I'm getting uh, happy-go-lucky, going to be a very popular person among the tribe. I think people are going to love her. I think she could be the silly person this season. Um, and, and I mean that in a great way. I think she could be, you know, provide much like at the time I said, Carla was going to provide so much entertainment and I could see the same thing from Paige. I think people are going to love her, um, in terms of gameplay. I don't think her gameplay is going to have a lot of heat behind it. Um, so I have her making the merge, but I have her being the third one on the jury finishing in 12th place. So I do think she'll, you know, she'll be a fun person this season, but I don't see her going far in terms of like gameplay when the numbers start dwindling down and it comes down to the big players. Um, one thing she said in her thing is she doesn't like water. <laughs> so, well, you, you know, know gonna, I wish I saw that. It's going to be a disadvantage. <laughs> I mean, she grows up on a ranch. Um, and there's water on a ranch. It's not, not like in the middle not, of the desert. Not that type of, it's like being at the this beach. Fair. Everybody... Everybody don't want to be at the beach in the sands. So. I'm just going to circle pre-merge uh, Abraham. <laughs> no, no, no. I got, I, you know what? I like her personality. Um, and I equate, let me tell you something. After Brad had me at that ranch and I was out there with the cattle, th there's some, there's some, there's some tough ones out there. So I'm going to say she's going to be tough enough, but I'm going to say that she's going to be a vote. Somebody can utilize. I think she's going to be carried through the game through votes that said, Hey, if you align with me, I'm going to be loyal. And I think that's going to take her pretty far in the game, at least until the merge. But then she becomes, are you a swing vote? Or I think she falls into that category. Unless she shows something in those first probably 10 episodes, I'm going to put her down as making the merge. And I'm going to say with you, I think she's definitely going to be on the jury. I'm going to put her down at 14. Wow. Okay. Tegwit. Tegwit is on the opposite end of the spectrum here, going, going pre-merge. 
Yeah, but she uh, like saying <laughs> she likes the beach at all. I was like, makes me so nervous. Uh, next up, we have is he the oldest? He's the oldest contestant, right? Him and Stevie are the same age. I think they're tied. Yeah. Yeah. So, sixty-two years old, Gary Gelch, a tourism pilot. I'm going to go let my dog in because I let him out during the break. Uh, but Abraham, go ahead and get us started with with Gary here. I, you know what? I think Gary is going to sit back and relax. And I think Gary's just going to enjoy the game of being out there playing the game of Survivor. If he can control his ability not to say everything that's on his mind, I got him down as making it to the merge. As long as he can, as long as he can just sit back, enjoy the game of Survivor, and just play his game, I, I feel real good about Gary just kind of just kind of floating through. I think he's going to be on the definitely going to be on the jury. Um, I'm going to put him down tenth. I think he's going to have a good time. Have a good time. Abraham, we uh, <laughs> we make predictions every single season. And I need to start going through with my predictions. Last season, I said no chance would, um, <laughs> I think, was it Dwight or James? I said no chance that they would make the merge. I think it was James. It had to be James. I said not a chance. And if he does, I will do an entire podcast with those buck oh, teeth. Yeah. Yeah, I do plan that. on doing that still. I just got to get some buck teeth and I've been super lazy. No way Gary makes the merge. Absolutely no way. Okay. If Gary makes the merge, I will. Oh my gosh. Let me think here. You probably want to fulfill your last loss before you start. Uh, well, started. well <laughs> I, I feel confident about this one. If Gary uh, doesn't make the merge, I will do an entire podcast with peanut butter on my nose. <laughs> <laughs> or if, yeah, if he does make the merge. So it, it, it would hold drive on, hold me. Hold on, hold on. That's, that's, that's it, going to look crazy, Grant. How about just right here? No, it, it, it's fine. It's fine. I'm no, no, no. Here, we, we, let's, let's, okay. <laughs> we're going to go because you still got to be able to see. We're going to have whatever the, color, whatever the color of their buff is. You got to put the buff on your head the whole game. I, the can't, whole... Have, I can't have their buff. You can't get Survivor Australia buffs. Oh, we really? You're no, going, to, like the wrong, you're going to the wrong. You're going to the wrong sources, guy. <laughs> going to the wrong sources. Point so is, I will do. Point is, I'll do something wacky. Uh, okay. I I love Gary. He seems nice. Uh, but I have him going. The only reason I didn't pick him to be first out is I didn't want to do the whole old guy thing. But I already did it with Stevie. <laughs> I have him being the fourth one out. I think he's going to be one of the first four people out of the game. Um. So I am obsessed with Gary. (laughs) I think that I do you know how hard it was to not choose Gary as my winner pick. What? Yeah. Is this because of the Gabler thing? Are you? No, it's literally not. It's literally not. It's part of me. So I am putting him at number four. I'm saying that he's going to make it to the final four. Um, And I just want to read something. So a free climber, a free diver, spear fisher, and Latin dancer. Let me just say free climbing is I rock climb. Like sometimes like I boulder, right? I'm not very good. So hard. So I think that if he is saying at 62, that he is still a free climber, that this man must be in great shape. Firstly, secondly, he lives on the beach. He's a tourism pilot. I don't know. He has to deal with, I don't know if you guys have ever worked in the, in, in any kind of service facing industry, people 
are horrible. And he has to deal with that because tourism is not an easy thing to work with. And so I think that all of these things are going to lead him to be this. It's just like, you know, cool, happy-go-lucky kind of guy. No, but he also works in challenges. And so I think people are going to see him as an asset and make it to the merge. And then people are going to underestimate him. And because maybe because of his age (laughs) and make it further. And I think he, it really was hard for me not to put him on my winner pick, but I didn't. I'm going to, I put him as fourth in the top four. So that's all I've got to say. Boom. And there you go. (laughs) I actually Uh, agree with a lot of what you said. And I'm like, damn, maybe. No, you can take yours back. You're stuck with whatever. Maybe I just like bypassed over the free climber, free diver, spearfisher, because now I'm thinking like, he could be an asset to the tribe. I still don't see him going that far, but like, just look at like someone like Rupert, super in shape, providing for the tribe. Rupert I mean, if you can super pro- in shape, <laughs> Rupert's in shape. He was, I mean, he was killing he challenges. About, he was killing challenges, but he wasn't super in shape. He was in oh, shape. okay. Well, we'll put you on. versus Rupert. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna end up doing a podcast with like peanut butter and buck tea. That would be an image for. I do like oh, that. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I am on the opposite end of the spectrum. I'm so sorry, Gary, too. We've we've messaged a little bit and he's like, I can't wait for you to see the season. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I feel like I'm being mean to a friend. Um, let's talk about the horse, Sean Hampson. <laughs> yeah, that transition competed on champions versus contenders. Actually, this was the first um Australian season that I ever watched, but I actually never finished it. I got to like the final four and then they took it off Paramount plus and I was super mad and I just haven't gone and found the links. Um, but they call him the horse because he is one of the biggest challenge beasts, not only in survivor Australia, but in survivor as a whole, this man is like six foot five. I don't have the exact numbers here and just rips from head to toe and he is definitely the type of player who can carry, who can drag your team through challenges. Um, I have him go making merge. I think there is no way Sean doesn't make the merge. How did you? How did I know that? But once he makes the merge, the moment he loses a challenge, he's target number one. And so I have him finishing eleventh, um, being I think that would be the uh, fourth person on the on the jury. I will have, I have a very similar um, thought process to that. Um, Now uh, I already gave away my 11th spot. So, Mm -hmm. and I, and I would, I honestly would put him in the exact same spot. Um, Mm -hmm. So, because I'm going to do the thing that I think is closest. And so I'm having, I'm putting him at 13th for the exact same reason that that you said. I, I, and I don't know if that's, I would say that's pre, I would say that's merge, but I don't really know, but I'm going to say he's merge. Uh, He's going to make it to the merge. um, But I, I got him at 13th. You look at the the Joes, the Aussies, the the Malcolms, people who are so good at challenges. Uh, and, and that's kind of that player stereotype. That's where they always finish. They make the merge. And then as soon as they lose, they're out of here. Uh, Abraham, do you agree with us? Is this going to be like a clean sweep about 10th through mm-hmm. 13th place? Well, after, after meeting Jonathan in person and being drugged in the pool with his physicality, mm-hmm. um, I think he has to learn how to lose and not lose. He, he can't win every challenge. You know, yeah. he's already going to come in saying he's a challenge beast. He has to be able to lose some challenges, not to be a threat 
I do believe he's going to make it to the merge, but I do believe he's going to be like the fifth or sixth person on the jury. So I'm definitely, wherever that's at, he's definitely going to be on the jury. He's not going to have a chance to win the game of Survivor. And that's the reason why. If you know you can't beat him, now it becomes strategic games where you have uh, Mimi, who's a salesman or a journalist, and they're like, okay, well, we can't beat him physically. We just got to... We got to keep him with us long enough to win, mm -hmm. which I think that's what the, the, the good tribe is going to do, the heroes. But once he gets past that, unless he has a strong alignment with somebody on both sides, he's going to need villain and he's going to need heroes. He's not going to go far after it's actually merged. So after the merge. We kind of all agree with, mm -hmm. with where Sean's going to end up. Uh, I do find it interesting. He hopes that his social game will take some of the attention away from his physical game. It, it's just if you're that much yeah. of like a challenge, it's hard to do and known like, for that. And like, yeah. you're not like a Jonathan going into it. Like you're known to being a challenge beast. I think it's really difficult to get away from. Yeah. Well, and I mean, Abraham, to your point, I know you're like, you're going to have to lose some challenges and that might be throw an immunity challenge time to time. But if you're someone like Sean, you can't afford to throw an immunity challenge. Mm -hmm. Cause I just don't think, I think you could lose all the challenges throughout the season but I think that would be bad for him because even though he might end up getting eliminated because of being such a challenge threat, mm -hmm. I think that's what's going to carry him on in the game too. They're going to keep him around because he's a challenge threat. If he's not providing that for the tribe, I could see him being an early first boot. He's going to have to figure out how to navigate mm -hmm. after the merge. Before the merge, I think he's going to be fine. But after the merge, he's going to have to figure out also, do they have enough food to fuel it? Because the bigger mm -hmm. you are, the more you're going to need in order to be able to compete in challenges. Now, they could do it like they do some players where they say, okay, we want to make sure you're ready for the challenges. And they're using that player to get farther in the game. Or they could say, okay, you're, here's the thing about it is, he's going to become a threat somewhere long before we get to the final five. He's going to be a threat long before that. So somebody has to make a decision on when to take him out. That's like saying Jesse from last season, U.S. Survivor, did not win not one challenge. But everybody around him won challenges, but he was a threat. So when opportunity came to take him out, guess what? They took him out. Mm -hmm. I Next, think he, uh, ran out, he ran out of immunities. If he'd have had one more immunity item, <laughs> yeah, that's Jesse, fair. Yeah, that's Jesse fair. could have been the winner for Soul Survivor. Uh, next up, we have, you know, I see a lot of people backing this guy up as maybe a newbie fan favorite, and that is Benjamin Law, 40 years old, an author. Uh, basically it says here using his journalism skills to find out information and his natural warm nature to play a strong social game. Ben admits while he might not be the strongest, he's scrappy and hopes his fellow players won't see his game coming. Uh, Tegwith, I'll, I'll go to you first for Benjamin here. Um, so like I said before, I do think that these little bios and the little like, like things that people tend to say about, uh, about themselves or, or have said in the past do say a lot. And while I do think that he seems like if he can make it far, I think he would do really, really well. Um, I am worried that when somebody says, you know, while I admit I'm not the strongest, um, that little part, it does speak like I'm worried that I think the heroes are going to lose the first challenge. And I think, you know, in such a large tribe, you're going to want to try to keep it a little bit stronger maybe he can figure out a way to hide and i would love that but uh, part of me is just saying like i think he's gonna be the first boot and i just be and it's just like you know when you know when you know your weaknesses you can typically address them but i'm, I'm worried that you know in a game like survivor 
you're not going to have the time because people are going to want to win challenges. And I'm worried that he's going to be the first boot. So I have him pre-merge in first boot, unfortunately, because wow. I think he seems like if he makes it far, I think he would be amazing. <laughs> but that's kind of what I'm, how I'm uh, feeling. Look, so we, we, Randy, hold on for a second. We don't even have to worry about it. I got him as first boot too. What? Are you really? Wow. Yeah. I just think that adjustment period coming in and you already stating that you're not, you're not sure about who you are going into the game. If nobody else can be confident in you, you have to be confident in yourself going into the game with Survivor mm-hmm. because everybody's done in to win. And you got to go in with the same attitude. I want a gun to win. If he doesn't make it past the first couple, if they lose the first time, like here's the thing about it is somebody got to be voted out. It's not that he's mm-hmm. going to probably be a bad player. Right. His, his, his own words say he's not going to be the best player. So for me, too, he's going to be first boot. I'm shocked. I am so like lost for words. I think he's going to be a really good player. I think he's going to be a strategic player. I obviously think he could struggle in the challenges. Um, and and adding to your point, Tegwith, on the um, the fact that he's like, I'm not going to be, I might not be the strongest. That shows a lack of confidence. And in, the, in this type of game, you really do need, much like life in itself, you need that confidence to back yourself up. Um, so I'm a little worried about that. I have him making the merge, so not not first boo, uh, but I do have him being the first jury member. I think what about, he, what he could be. What, what do you see that we don't see? <laughs> what do you see that I don't see? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I I, I see potential in, in in Benjamin. So I probably am just completely wrong. <laughs> but next up. I would love for him to make the merge. That's all I've got to say. But yeah, I'm yeah, worried. I think I I think he could be an entertaining player this season. Uh, next up, we have you know the face of the hero tribe, the only returning winner uh, this season, unless I am incorrect. Yeah, yeah. Haley cool. Leak, she won brains versus Braun, thirty-two years old now. Uh, Abraham, is she going to do it again? Is she going to be the first person in Australian Survivor history? To win two seasons. And here it is. I haven't had a chance to use my favorite word yet. They're, they're petty people in the game of Survivor. <laughs> so, no, she's not going to win. I think she's going to do well in the game. I think that they're going to look at that as a reason why not to let her go and be even in, a, even in the talks about winning. She's not going to be – I'm going to give her – she's going to finish in the top ten. I, I definitely think she's going to finish in the top ten. But they're going to say we're not going to let you win again. We don't care how good you are, how great you're playing. They're going to always have that little stab in the back of she's already won. Why should she get a chance to win again? And it's Uh, just just a matter of how they look at the game. Tagwith, I'll have you be the tiebreaker because I don't think she makes the merge. I think she will flame out this season. Um, And basically what I mean by that term is I think with that target on her back, um, I don't see, I mean, especially in today's age where we've seen Tony win twice and we've seen Sandra win twice. And, you know, there's been people have been really close to winning twice. Um, I just don't see them letting Haley make the merge. I don't, I don't think she's going to be one of the first people out, but I do think a couple weeks into the competition, she'll be someone that they're like, we got to get Haley out of the game before it's too late. We have to make that move. So I have her finishing 18th which is probably about seven votes within the game. Um, I think they'll, they'll get Haley out. So this is also one where I felt like Haley is either going to go really far 
um, and make it to pretty much the end. Like, I don't think she's going to be an early merge boot um, because part of me thinks is like, if you make it to the end, people are going to be like, oh, we're not going to vote for another winner or whatever. Maybe they feel safer having her by uh, safer having her by their side. Um, but I actually do agree that I don't think she's going to make the merge. Um, probably, uh, I almost want to say that she's one of the first ones out, but I kind of want to give her the benefit of the doubt. So I'm actually putting her at 17. So very close to what you're saying. Um, so pretty, you know, a couple votes in, um, I almost put her as my second, my number two, uh, getting second place. Um, but I, I just really don't think that they're going to let her make the merge. And so that's why I have her at 17. I'm putting, a, I'm putting an asterisk next to her picture so we can have this discussion when it happens. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. How does it feel, Abraham, to be the one on the outs, huh? I don't, think <laughs> I don't, I don't believe I'm on the outs. I think a lot of other people are going to flame out long before she will. So we will see. This is going to be pretty I could very much see that. I could very much see that. The, the, the winner pick not even making it to the merge, I think that's a new one. So um, we did see it in, in the last Survivor, but we introduced the U.S. Survivor into their game. So that's going to be pretty interesting. Next up, we have. I just also want to say, no one oh, has yeah. a winner pick yet. No one oh, has mine, a winner pick. Mine, mine is coming up. I'm just waiting. One, two, three, four, five, we six. We don't seven. have that many left, and nobody has a winner pick. Seven. Yet. Do we all have the same winner pick? <laughs> no, I, I, I no, think. Randy's a hater. Randy's a bet, hater. I would probably bet my life savings <laughs> that I know who Abraham's winner pick is. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> uh, you're wrong for that one, Randy. But you're probably uh, right. No, I'm I'm not gonna do it because I will probably lose it. But if you say who I think it is, I will say, man, I should have done it. Um, anyway, <laughs> we're moving on to my one of my favorite people, uh, just because she has been a huge supporter of the podcast and our our Instagram channel, and that is uh, Felicity Flick uh, Palmatier. I don't know. I love her. She seems like queen energy. I cannot wait to watch her play. She is a returning player. She was on brains versus brawn. She finished third. Correct me if I'm wrong, but behind Haley and George, I I believe she finished third that season. So she is returning to try to win. She says, and I quote, finally, I get to play survivor on an Island. It's very on brand for me. The outback was not, I'm way more in my element here. And because if you go to our Instagram page, she is always at the beach. She basically lives on a beach. Um, I have high hopes for her. Uh, this might be a little favoritism uh, going like into this pick, but the person I picked as my winner pick is literally my favorite entering the season um, or one of them. Uh, and I'm going to say she makes the merge and she finishes seventh. I think she will. I think bold prediction, her tribal elimination will be wild. It will take an idol or something, but I do think she'll she'll have an exciting exit. Let me just say, I almost chose seventh for her, which is so crazy that you chose seventh because I literally almost chose seventh. Uh, I have <laughs> her coming in in final two. I have her coming. Wow, in second. I can see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I feel so. I'm not gonna. I'll I'll talk about it. I'll talk about it when I get my winner pick. But I I do. I think she's. I think final two, and uh, and she's she's number two. Oh, Abraham. Let's say let's say congratulations on her engagement. So, oh, congrats! Yes, congratulations! Uh, yes, I, I, I like a fun player. I think she's going to have. There's some players I think that's just going to enjoy playing the game of Survivor, and she's definitely one of those players that I think she's just going to enjoy playing the game of Survivor. I think the bonus comes in. She has experience in playing the game of Survivor, so she kind of looks and sees. Okay, here's going to be my pitfalls. Also, she enjoys being at the beach. That's going to help. It's, let me tell you something. 
When I was in Fiji, I did not like being in the sand every day because when you have to walk in the sand and carry stuff, it is a chore. So, but she already loves being in the beach environment. So I think that's going to benefit her. I'm looking, she's definitely going to make the merge. I'm going to put her, she's definitely going to finish in the top five. She's definitely going to be in the top five. She's going to be one of those players where I think she's going to bring both sides. She's going to be able to play the game. She came out of uh, Brains versus Bronze. So she kind of got an idea how to, how she's going to approach it. And I think she's just going to have a good time. I think you're right. She's going to be one of those players that's going to have a good time this whole season. So I'm looking forward to seeing her play. I cannot wait to see her play. And I can't wait to uh, to speak with her too. Oh my gosh. I can't wait for, if you guys didn't hear, we are scheduled. We're still working on it, but we are currently scheduled unless something has changed to do exit interviews this year. So make sure to hit that subscribe button or like the podcast, follow along, and you'll get to hear our exit interviews all season and can't be more excited for that. Okay. So we are down to six people. Still no winner pick. This has never happened there's three winner picks still available here. So moving on uh, to Rogue Rubin, 32 years old from Melbourne. Melbourne. She's a, I always say that weird, Melbourne. Yeah, there we go. Uh, film director, uh, love this. She is an animal activist and uh, I could not love that more. I almost wanted to make her my winner pick on that alone because of what she does for animals. I mean, I absolutely, I could sit here all day and talk about my love for animals, um, but we'll let another animal lover get us started here. And that is Teg with not saying Abraham <laughs> doesn't love animals. Pet. <laughs> Teg, but, what kind of pet do you have? You have a dog or a cat? I have, I have two cats. See, I love cats. I'm a cat person. They're, I love them. And they're perfect city, city animals. Yeah. Um, I, as much as I love rogue and I, and I do, I, I think that, you know, if she could be on the screen a little bit longer, I think that she'll make great television. And I, th- I would love to watch her play. Um, I do think that I have her, I have her going out in second. Mm. Um, no. Yeah. I don't know why. Um, like I, I think I've, that's, that's, qu- that's the quote of the, the episode for me. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't um, know why. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I think, uh, it's again, vibes. Mm. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll back you up there. I'll back you up. I have her going out fifth. So I do think she's going to be an early exit. Um, and that's why it was so tough. Cause I'm like, I want her to do well. I'm rooting for her, but I, I do think she's going to be one of the first, uh, three heroes eliminated. Well, gotta always be somebody to disagree. I got her as my number second winning. Wow. She is my runner up. And here's here's I love the that. reason why she can find peace and quiet. One of the things about being on the game of Survivor, you have to find peace in yourself. And due to the work that she does, she spends a lot of time by herself. So she doesn't have a problem being quiet and just sitting back and watching. One of the keys to being if everybody wants to go on the game of Survivor, sometimes you just got to sit back and just watch. And she has that ability. So I like her chances in the game of Survivor. That's my runner-up pick right there. I'm going to put an asterisk wow. on it because we definitely got to follow her and her her game playing. Abraham, that's that's the the one time that I'm actually hoping you are right. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> the one, only time. The only time, yes. For this, for, for you got to kind of manage Abraham's ego. So if he gets right <laughs> yes, too many times, yeah. Um, next up, longtime member or longtime fan of the show, uh, Matt Sharp. I am so excited to see you play, man. Congratulations. Love that you get to live out your dream. 
a lifeguard. Abraham, could you not find his information here? I don't know how old no, this man they is. Didn't, where they didn't have, I don't know what they were doing on this one. They didn't have any. <laughs> he actually doesn't him. exist. Yeah, cool. I looked, I was like, why is he? They just, for a couple he's, of them, they he's just, invisible. Winner pick. They, no, no, he's not my winner pick. <laughs> not my winner pick. Uh, I have him going 16th, barely missing out on the merge. Um, so I have him going pre merge. He says, and I quote, I want to be trustworthy and loyal early on, but at the right moment in time, I want to make those big moves because I'm here to play, not to just sit back and relax. That screams to me, he's going to play too hard a little too early. Uh, so love you, Matt. I hope you proved me wrong, but you're not making the merge in, in terms of my predictions. Uh, he's going to go out kind of right before merge in that 16th spot. Abraham, what I, do you think? I mean, he, he, oh, he looks like a, he looks no. like a nice guy. <laughs> I mean, you look at his picture, you, you want to you play with this guy. He looks like that type of guy. So I, I think he's going to be able to, one, being a lifeguard, he likes being about water. So you got to be able to feed the tribe. Somebody has to be able to fish on this tribe. We got too many people that love water, love being at the beach. If he can kind of get in that Ryan-type role where he's a provider, I definitely got him going to the merch. But again, he's going to be either the first or second on the jury. <laughs> he's not going to go that far. I, I know he's going to make the merge because – he just got that. He has that image, that aura, and he deals with people as a lifeguard. So I'm hoping that gets him to the merge. See, what worries me is what, Abraham, you just said that you, like, one of the things that you, you know, important to be on Survivor is to be able to kind of sit back and watch and see what's going on. And in his quote, he says, like, I'm, I don't just want to sit back and relax. And that really makes me super <laughs> nervous because I think when yeah. you go in, to a game and and you are like you know what I really want to make those big moves obviously everyone wants to make the big moves but that makes me nervous that that's his mindset and so I actually have him going out um uh what is that one two three fourth so I have him in the 21st spot uh 20 getting 21st place so having fourth go out because I think there are a lot of other strong people on this tribe that I think that they'll be like you know what yeah he's a lifeguard yes he's strong but I, he, he makes me nervous. That's kind of what I think the thought process of people when they vote him out. And so that's what I'm nervous about. I would love for him to, you know, I want, I want every single person to prove me wrong. And I would like there to be 24 winners, but <laughs> I, um, I, that's just kind of how I'm feeling on him. So I definitely, I think he's pre-merged and I think he's going to be the fourth boot. Who voted himself out last year for being nervous? I forgot the young lady's name. Lindsay. Lindsay voted herself yeah. out. Well, yeah, it was Lindsay. It was Lindsay. No, no, it wasn't Lindsay. It was before the, the one that was a nurse. She was a nurse. Uh, you talking it Neneka? No, 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 not she's, Neneka. She's a nurse. Justine? No. Justine. Are talking, yeah, are you talking Justine? I think Justine? it was Justine. Uh oh, got to have last year's report too. Um, I think it's Justine. Second. I think it's Justine, yeah. Because I think it happened twice. I think it happened to Lindsay and to Justine. Oh, I'm sorry, it is Lindsay. I'm confusing Lindsay with, I'm, I'm confusing the Lindsay because I know Lindsay from 42. Um, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, it was Lindsay. Lindsay basically got voted out because she was nervous. We're just going to ball it down to being nervous. So it, it, I could see him being that kind of vote out. Just being Yeah, nervous. that's what worries me. That's what worries me. Because that's that's what I worry about big fans going into it, that you have all these yeah. big ideas. And and I, and I that it just makes me a little nervous. I hope I'm wrong. I would love him for to, to do better. But that's kind of how I'm feeling. Final four. We are down to the final four here. Woo. And let's talk about our great friend of the show. We've had the pleasure to speak with her. Abraham, you've met her um, in real life. Uh, it's not the virtual world, if you get what I'm saying. Uh, but basically, Nina Twine. 
Sandra's daughter breaking off from her mother. I don't want to even bring her mother into it anymore. That's the last time I'm ever going to say it. Uh, 25 years old now uh, from North Carolina. She competed last season, blood versus water. She's going back to back. Um, super funny thing. So Nina was going to come on and cover season 43 with us and do like a breakdown episode. And I messaged her and I didn't get a message back forever. And I was like, hmm. And then she got announced for the season. And now it just makes total sense <laughs> because I was like, makes complete sense now. Um, but yeah, survivor royalty. She's back. We all know her story last season. She left due to a uh, terrible injury and she was at such a great position in the game. Um, Abraham, is she going <laughs> to improve on her time in Australia this time? Although she's in Samoa now. So, well, we know from last year's injury where it was what it was a freak incident on one of the challenges. Um, it was an injury that she couldn't continue playing on, but up until that point, she was playing a great game of survivor. And I do have a little bit of a, a of a insight because meeting her in person, she's the funniest person you ever want to meet. I mean, just great to hang out with. So, of course, Randy, you know, she's my winner pick. I should have bet my life <laughs> savings on it. Oh, I it's, the, it. it's like meeting King George when you meet them in person, and then you you see them play the game. And for her, I've, I've seen her play the game, and she has a very well uh, knowledge of the game of survival. And that's going to help her play through the game. But I think her her winning is going to have to come through the with the help of the Joker and a couple of other players. But I think she's going to navigate the first, definitely get past the merge, and then navigating through everybody else to get to that sole survivor. I don't think they're going to look at her as a U.S. player because Nina has had opportunity to stay and be in Australia and be on that side to be embraced by the Australian fans. So that's the great part. So I don't think they're going to look at her as a U.S. player. I think it's going to look at another player playing Survivor. And you're right. We're not going to hear a mom's name because that's not who she has presented herself as. So my winner pick for Heroes versus Villains, Nina Twine. Oh, Tagwith, are you a, a green? I, uh, she is also my winner pick. Um, and I almost didn't want to do it. Yeah. It just seems so basic like such a like a you know not basic but it just seems like I love her so much I love her so much I loved watching her last season and I think that her approach to the game is was so beautiful to watch like borderline masterful the way that she was able to work with people and figure things out but not have a target on her back and I'm worried that that how well she did is going to paint a target on her back a little bit, but I, I trust that she is able to move away from that target and put it onto somebody else or, you know, do all of that good stuff. And I, I I think she's a great survivor player and I'm super excited to watch her again. And I, I, yeah, my winner pick. Who knew? Hey, Randy, who knew? (laughs) Oh, Randy didn't know. Okay. You didn't see that coming. Randy did. You did not. <sighs> Nina, forgive me. You know I love you. Um, forgive me. Second person out <gasps> is going to be Nina. No. She will be the first person voted out of the Heroes Tribe when they go to Tribal Council at the oh. second. <sighs> that hurts my heart. Uh, 
she's gonna she's gonna message me too i know it she's gonna be like yo what (laughs) what is this about um you do know we meet some of these people in person don't you i know and i do want to meet her in person we've talked about like meeting up sometime uh oh my gosh um look i love everything about nina I love the second generation of Survivor Star that she is. I know we don't want to talk about, you know, her mom, but at the same time, I'm I'm excited about having Survivor become a second generation game. I want to see Boston Rob's kids play. I want to see Jeremy's kids play. Like I'd even like to see Rupert's uh, daughter, right? Yeah, daughter play. Like I want Suri's to see son. I would love to see Suri's son play. Yeah, Suri's uh, son exactly. And he's like an interesting guy. Like it, it's just coming to that time that we're going to start seeing these second generation players. And I think it's so exciting on one hand. And on the other hand, I'm like, damn, like I want to play survivor and it's just going to take a more (laughs) spot. Um, But I just think it's so interesting to see how much different they play from their parents. When, you know, you have, we all know their parents are literally kind of in their ear. Like this is what you should do when you go out there and you can either listen to them or you can play your, your own game. We've seen that. Uh, the kind of second generation with you had Russell Hans and then you had Brandon Hans and, and we saw how chaotic both of them were. Yeah. Um, so like, I think it's interesting having that second generation factor. And at the same time, I also love that, you know, her heart is in Australia. Australia stole her from the U S version. And it's crazy to think that Nina was so close to playing a U.S. season and she just didn't make the cut at the very end, which that makes no sense to me, but it's just like she being an American playing in Australia, I think is awesome. Ideally, I know it will never happen, but I would love if these networks still film their own version of the show. Like Survivor US can keep the 26 thing day thing if they want with three tribes. And then I know I don't want them to, but they're <laughs> Jeff, if Jeff has his way, they're going to. Uh, and then Australia has the more physical game with more people and longer. And then South Africa has a more like, a social strategy game, but I would love if we open it up, not only to be just Australians for survivor Australia, not just United States and Canadian city citizens for us. If we opened it up to be a more global game where you bring all these cultures together, I think would make super interesting. So I love that factor, even though she's the only like American this season. Um, Mm -hmm. But I, I don't know. I, I just, I just have a feeling that I'm going to be cheering her on so much. She's like one of my three favorites this season. There's three women Mm -hmm. that I'm cheering on so much this year. Um, And I just feel like she's going to be the first. It's going to be a shock. And I think it's going to set the tone for the season that just because you're a returning player doesn't mean you're safe. It's it's on everybody's mind her last season um, that I'm also worried about that. And, you know, we were so addicted to what could have been if that injury Mm -hmm. didn't happen that I think everyone's going to be like, oh, my gosh, wait till you see Nina play this year. And it's just lining up to be maybe not the first one voted off of the Heroes Tribe, but it's just lining up to be a disappointing season for her. And I'm I'm really nervous about that. So I am. Oh, I hope you guys are right. You better better hide in the corner, Randy. You better (laughs) hide in the corner, guy. I don't know what I don't know. You got some cereal over there or something? I don't know what you're eating today. Um, <laughs> I, I totally disagree with you on that one, Randy. I think yeah. we're gonna we're gonna see her go farther because she has more time. And being and being the one American to win out of all these Australian players, I just oof, can't, look, can't see it no, but, happening. But look That's at true. the last Canadian winners. 
They just yeah. played and you got Erica winning. Um, the last two Canadian winners were like, you came to the U.S., we opened it up for you to play, and you came and won twice in a row. I think when you're starting to look at the game of Survivor, you don't worry about where they're from. Nobody ever thought that Erica was a Canadian player. Nobody ever thought, and I don't know why I'm, I'm losing her name at the moment. Uh, Marianne? Marianne. And Marianne is the breath. She is the best. If you meet her in person, she is exactly how she is on TV. Um, they're two Canadian players, and nobody says, oh, somebody from Canada came and took it away from us. They was like, no, they played the game of Survivor. And I That's think true. when you start playing the game of Survivor and start developing your relationship with the people you want to root for, that's why I don't like the three tribes. You never get a chance to develop anything to root for anybody and say, this is the person that I want to get behind to win. And you got to have a little more time. I think they did a good change in that, get off my soapbox, in that you didn't vote two people out at the very first vote out. They only voted mm-hmm. one out after 41, you haters. 42, 43 <laughs> has only been one. So I think she's going to develop her own game. I think it is her time. And I think I love the fact that she went to Australia to play and they're giving her a chance to shine. So, I mean, he said it, Jonathan said, I feel like he'll be back very soon. And he he meant it. She's back immediately. Well, let's get to, first off, I'm sorry, Nina. I love you still. (laughs) Uh, But let's, let's get to my winner pick. Sharni Vincent, 39 years old actress out of Sydney. We've seen an actress come into Survivor Australia and absolutely kill the game. And that was Pia, champions versus contenders. And I think Sharni's going to do the exact same thing. I think she is going to play a lovable social game. I think her social game is going to be one of the best. And I think she has what it takes to kind of make sure that she's not target number one heading into the finale. And I think she'll have the skills to, to speak, I am a little nervous, obviously, because she is an actress. And will she lie about that? I don't think so. And if you say, you know, I'm a professional actress and stuff, people are going to think right away, then you don't need the money. Mm-hmm. But Pia already showed that, you know, you can play that actress role and still go on to win the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says, I'm not planning on coming in and being Sharni, the actress. This is an opportunity for me to actually remove myself from the actress side and bring to light Sharni, the person. And I love that quote. I think it's an amazing quote. And I just, this has been my winner pick since they announced the cast. I have never wavered. I have that much confidence. So Sharni, congratulations. You have got the Randy curse for Survivor (laughs) Australia, heroes versus villains. And you probably won't make merge now, Uh, but you are my winner pick. I'm, I'm trying to look up her IG page right quick. Um, I might have to disagree I, with you, Randy. <laughs> I also have to disagree. Not because oh. I, I think I think she makes it. I would like to say that she makes the merge, but I think she goes right before the merge. I don't have currently. I don't have the right before the merge number. I think I have 15 is the closest. Yeah. Um, and so that's what I'm. That's how I'm placing her. Um, I think that all of the things that you said are accurate and correct. Uh, however, I'm worried that um, there'll, she'll find a, a way where she'll just kind of be stuck between a rock and a hard place and not be able to fight. Like I, I envision her needing an idol to save herself and then just not finding one kind mm-hmm. of a thing. So that's kind of how I'm thinking for her. But um, I, I, I think everything you said is feels right, you know? Um, uh, so I would love to have uh, see, see her win it, but that's kind of how I'm think, feeling. I, I had to go to her IG page right quick and see, you know, because people always post stuff. They want the fun stuff. And I, ah, 
I'm gonna have to put it down for. I'm not gonna say because she's an actress. I'm gonna say she's she's playing a game of Survivor. She's gonna come in and play mm-hmm. her game, and she's definitely gonna know how to be into different characters. I think that her biggest challenge is gonna be Samoa. It's not gonna be. I'm not gonna say. That's why I'm gonna put her at. I'm gonna put her at pre-merge. I think she's gonna either be make the merge or be that cutoff point for the merge. But I'm not gonna say it's gonna because of how she plays the game so mm-hmm. much is. Can she make it past that adjustment to being in Samoa, the environment? And if it rains, we probably gonna lose half of our tribes. If it starts raining for consecutive days or got, they got some kind mm-hmm. of freak storm and the weather, because even in South Africa, it was cold at night. And mm-hmm. we, we had what people were trying to be around the fire. So I think if she can make it past the elements and the environment, she can truly blossom and play her game. So I'm going to say she's going to be the cutoff of the merge. Oh, wow. Gotta, so that, we have yeah. our winner picks two for Nina. So Tegwith and Abraham going Nina and I am going. Oh, wow. But I mean, we agree that a badass woman is winning this season. We do agree with that. Um, the guys out. I don't know how we, let, I don't know how we did that one, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's finish this up here. So next up we have Sam Webb. 34 years old. He competed in Australian Survivor 2016, uh, which is the oldest season back looking out of all the returnees. So it's been a little bit since Sam played. Uh, After lasting 49 days without a single vote against his name until he was sent home, Sam played a game of mastership and loyalty. And while his morale hasn't changed, he knows the game has evolved and so will his gameplay. Tag with, will he make it another it'll be like 46 days this time, not 49, but will he make it to the end again? I, I think he's going to go a little bit farther. I think sometimes it benefits from having a, 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 a I say this as I chose Nina as my winner pick, uh, but I think it benefits having some time away from the game as a returning. Um, and so, and I, and I, funnily enough, uh, Australian Survivor is one of the few seasons that I've seen all the way through the first season. So mm. I feel like I know his, um, gameplay pretty well and i do think he's a good loyal number and i i think you know he's gonna figure out a way to ride that wave uh so i have him placing seventh um so kind of higher up but you know not not in that top six um i almost put him down at ninth um but uh, spoiler alert my two spots left are seven and nine um and so i was going between him and david and so i just think that he's gonna ride that wave a little bit longer and i have him at seventh Abraham, where do you have him? Well, I think I think it's going to be at least the top ten. Uh, I think he's going to come in and enjoy the game more because when you, it's interesting when you play the game of Survivor the first time, it's just so much stuff going on. You really don't get to enjoy everything that's about Survivor. Uh, Lindsay from season forty-two said it best. It was one of her most peaceful times because you don't have anything else on the island but the people that you're there with. And you don't have the distractions. And I think he realizes that from not playing. So coming back with that much of a gap, I think gives him a whole better perspective. So I think he's definitely going to be in the top 10. I would go so far to say he will probably be in the mix for running for the win. I think he's going to be in there, but he has to get to the top 10 first. It's, with him, it's going to be how he plays the first half of the game. How do you make it to the merge? And then how do you make it after the merge? Because the merge is going to be critical. And if they do a tribe swap, that's going to even make it even more critical because now you got to say, okay, how do I play this new game when half your tribe might be this, half your tribe might be that. So it's going to be pretty interesting. I like this guy. I think he's going to enjoy this second time around and just be a part of the whole Survivor experience. 
So I definitely see him in the top 10. I also have him top 10 and I actually have him top six and I have him top five. He's going to finish fifth place. Uh, so I have him making the merge. I, I think this guy is going to be loved by his tribe. I think he's going to be in the majority alliance. I think he could be in a, a key position amongst his alliance as being one of the, the leaders, one of the people who kind of decides navigates where the vote's going to go. Um, what, what makes me nervous about saying Nina is going to be the, the first one out of the heroes tribe is I could see Nina and Sam working together. I, I really could see them being a, a good group, bring Matt in. I could see them. Well, I have the other hero paid David. I could see in that Sean, like I could see that being like a, a core alliance within this group. Um, so I, I do think Sam's going to make it far. And I mentioned it earlier that there was a few people that I could see falling into that Ricard or Omar spot or um, a Josh from last season, someone who would have won if they made the finale. And I think Sam could be that person that he just makes it to, to the end. And then they notice, Hey, we got to get him out or he's, or he's going to win. A lot of times a clear cut favorite does not end up winning the game because it's just that hard to make it to the end. Uh, so I think Sam is going to fall victim to that. Um, but here we go. We're on to our last person, David Zaharakis. If Hold I on, before, that. We, before we get to the last yeah. person, let's go back to season 42 winner, Marianne. Now, when Marianne, before they started Tribal, we had Marianne, we had, um, who's, the, who's the final three? Marianne, um, Hoboken. Uh, Mike, my name? Mike from Hoboken. Uh, Mike. Who's and... I forgot who the who's the third person for 42. Mike, Marianne. Mike. There's three of us in camera. This is killing me. It wasn't it wasn't um it, okay. it wasn't Xander. It wasn't Lindsay. It wasn't Romeo. Romeo. Romeo, Romeo. Yeah. We pre we pretty much had Mike as the winner until Marianne gave her speech. And I think it's going to come down to a similar event with Nina. I don't think Nina is going to be painted as the one that's going to win, but I think when she gives her speech, that's going to be how she wins. Cause that's how Marianne won. And she was the only person that still had an immunity idol at the end that didn't have to use it, but nobody, I think everybody was leaning towards Mike until Marianne gave that speech. So I yeah, think it's going to be the same thing. Apologies to Romeo. <laughs> yeah. Romeo's um, a good guy, man. Rome, every time I meet Romeo, a, man, yeah, he's a good guy. Great. Uh, so let's get to David here, 32 years old, former AFL player. Um, so with a clear advantage in the physical challenges, ex-AFL player, David is a sporting hero to many, but also knows not everyone will agree with that term. I have high hopes for David and I have him, uh, Tegwith, I know you you have him making merge as well. Mm -hmm. I have him making the merge and making 10. I think he plays a solid game. He's going to be good at challenges. I don't think he's going to be as great as everyone is anticipating, but I do think he could win a few challenges here and there. So, uh, yeah, rounding it out, I have David in 10th. In I think he'll do a great job this season. I have him in ninth. Same exact, yep. same exact reasoning. Abraham? I'm getting croc vibes. Oh, croc vibes. <laughs> I'm like... Croc, he was my man. He was my He mate. was. You loved Croc, yeah. And he got he didn't. destroyed. Those physical challenges was dragging him. And it's like, what, Mark, where did Mark get all this strength from? And I said, 
Mark and Croc going to be the juggernauts of the challenges. And Croc got destroyed. And his only family member helped vote him out. So I was like, that was even, I probably wouldn't, I wouldn't talk to you for a couple of months, but we still family. Still love you, but I'm going to give you a timeout for a couple of months. I just get those Croc vibes where he's coming in with a big title, ex-football player. I just think it's going to come down to can he perform and maintain at that level to play the game of survival. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say he's going to be out before pre-merge. He's, mm-hmm. about, he's going to be out before pre-merge. I think that he's just not going to have it in him to sustain the entire game of survival. And like you said, uh, take away, if, if you prove me wrong, great. I want everybody to go out there. I want everybody to have a great time. Enjoy this experience, especially the people that are coming back to play again. And mm-hmm. just enjoy it. But I want to I wanna see somebody, I want to see people play. I don't want to see anybody come out there and be like, I, I give up or I can't yeah. make it because this is too hard. Because you, you had an opportunity that you took from someone else. Well, I mean, there we we just went through 24. It's a long episode. It's going to be the longest of the season, but we went through 24 castaways who are about to compete in Samoa for, well, technically already have, but you get what I'm saying. Survivor Australia, heroes versus villains. Tag with, uh, what, what's your big prediction about this season or what's, what's your outlook going into before viewing this season? Do you think it's going to be a really great season? How are you looking at it? I really do. I think it's, I I think Australian Survivor always is really fun to watch. You know, there are a lot more episodes, there's a lot more time shown and I'm, it's always, and they, they don't shy away from wild things. And I think, (laughs) um, you know, I'm super excited to see what the production team has in store for us. And I'm really excited to see um, what these amazing players uh, are going to do for us. And I do think it's going to be a really fun, really interesting kind of chaotic and amazing uh, amazing season. I'm so here for heroes versus villains. Abraham, what about you, man? I think it's going to be a wild ride from the start. I, I, I was so, so captivated by what their challenges were in blood versus water and how the, how they play the game of survivor. It's a different approach to how we play the game of survivor, but ultimately you come down there with outwit, outplay, outlast. And I think one of the, one of the most interesting thing when that first season that we covered, everybody that knew they were being voted out, they just started packing up. <laughs> they go back and I was like, I'm out of here. But I'm looking forward to say, okay, this next iteration of Survivor, and there's no break for us. We get a chance to continue to watch Survivor. So this is going to be great. The season airs January 30th. Three weeks from Monday. So we, we get another little we get another little break here. So we start our coverage today with our cast assessment, get another little break, and then we will pick up January uh, probably not 30th. That's when it premieres, but we will pick up very around that date and, uh, and be a, it'll be a long coverage of the season. Cause there's so much to cover. I think the season's going to be filled with drama, which okay. I feel like the new era of survivor has kind of lacked a little bit. Uh, we do have, I do think you need a villain in survivor and we haven't had one in a while. And I know we're already saying these people are villains, but I do think a couple people are going to stand out as, clear villains that you can root against. And I I feel like you need that in a season while you do have your heroes that you're like, man, come on, just make it to the end. I think we're going to have, I think there's going to be highs and lows to the season, but I I can't wait. And I miss the themes. I wish survivor us would bring the themes back. I really do. And I love this theme of heroes versus villains and the aspect of the returning players are kind of put based off how they played in the game while the new players are, 
you know, they are separated based off how they see themselves. I think it's going to be an amazing dynamic with with that aspect, as well as the fact that there is returning players and, and newbies. So I, I, I think it's going to be super entertaining. Uh, just a few housekeeping stuff to get out of the way before we end the show. First off, thank you guys for watching. And I am so happy we have Tegwith here. Tegwith, I am so happy that we're going to oh, have um... your... You're going to cover the season with us. I can't wait. You did great today. You did Thank you so great. much. I'm so excited to be here. Y'all are awesome. And, you know, I'm obsessed with Survivor. So any chance I can get to talk about it, I'm going to take it. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah, is going to be fun. I promise the shows are not usually this long. <laughs> but Doesn't bother me. <laughs> uh, it was so fun. Uh, you guys can pick up for a few more days. You can go online, go to our Instagram. The link is there where you can pick up uh, Survivor Now Apparel. The latest batch is in. If you want to get your Survivor Now Heroes versus Villain shirt just in time for the season, if you order it by January 9th, which is my birthday next Monday, then you guys will get it in time for the premiere. It should arrive January 30th if the website is telling the truth. So go pick up Survivor Now merch. Uh, really appreciate it. It helps us. Uh, you guys rep the show and it helps us get the name out there as well. Also, if you guys are watching on YouTube, make sure to like the video if you enjoyed the time you had with us today. Again, let us know in the comments. Who's your winner pick? Say it right now. You can't take it back. And who are you rooting <laughs> on this season as well? What are your bold predictions? Uh, and subscribe to the channel. It helps us grow and we really do appreciate it. Make sure to leave a rating on Spotify if you guys are listening there. Follow the podcast there as well. Um, but other than that, I cannot wait to start this season. It's going to be amazing. Tegwith, where can people catch you on social media? Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram. I'm just at Tegwith. Um, lovely thing about a weird name is my handles are typically easy. So easy. Um, <laughs> um, I'm also on TikTok. That's probably the main thing I use. Um, so at Survivor underscore simulation. Feel free to follow me there. I post way too much there. So please, uh, you know, I would love to hang out with you. Talk about Survivor. Yeah. Abraham, where can they catch you, man? I'm usually on IG. You can get to me at Abraham underscore 99 underscore 99. That's where I do most of my conversation. And you can catch the podcast on Instagram at Survivor Now Podcast, or you can hit me up at I'm Randy Bruce. And we've got a lot of coverage coming for you guys. You know, Survivor US season 44. Yeah, 44, 44 already. Starts March 1st. Uh, it's going to be kind of starting right when Australia is kind of wrapping up. So that's going to be, it's always our busiest time of year. We have a new show for you guys called Survivor Social coming on. I've got two of my good friends, Zianya and David. They are basically going to come on and talk about the social aspects of the game and some of the stuff that casual fans don't see while watching the episodes. They're going to do super deep dives into the underlying social issues and also just be other perspectives for you guys. If you if you don't connect with any of us here, you might connect with them over there. So it's just another show as we continue to try to broaden the Survivor Now network uh, as well. So again, thank you guys for tuning in. And three weeks from Monday, Survivor Australia Heroes versus Villains. 